In your busy day-to-day life, the last thing you should need to worry about is home security. That's why I use the Eufy Video Lock. The Eufy Video Lock is a 3-in-1 smart lock, 2K camera, and doorbell. That's three functions to triple your security in one device that's easy to install. All you need is a Phillips screwdriver. And it's not just for security, it's also convenient. With keyless entry, fingerprints unlock the door in less than a second. You can also assign passwords to your family members and see them coming and going with the integrated camera. See who's at your door anytime with the enhanced night vision, 2K clear sight, and two-way audio. Unlike other brands, the Eufy Video Lock has no monthly fee. It also has an 18-month warranty and customer support on standby 24-7. I love this lock when I'm far from home or receiving a package and I'm laying on the couch and don't feel like getting up. For more information, search for Eufy Video Lock. That's E-U-F-Y Video Lock. Or visit eufyofficial.com slash video lock to see how you can get complete control of your door. It is April 17th, 2020. This is the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. I'm Glenn Rubenstein, joined by Justin Labar. Now, Matt Morgan is running late. He's got some business going on with the city of Longwood. I'm sure you can imagine in this current environment, there's a lot that he has to tend to and keep up on. He will be along here shortly. And uh, Justin, we were going to have Raj uh, on for a bit, but what happened? We were, I mean, let's just tell it like it is. We were going to have him on. He had, he had popped on here earlier as we were doing like our, our rehearsal and sound check. He wouldn't stop talking on the phone, sweet talk to Ryback. And then when we finally got his attention... We like Raj. You're not passing the breathalyzer. Get off, and we kick him back off. Go home, Raj. You're drunk. It's just you're going to embarrass us, man. We can't do it tonight. But Matt Morgan will be coming along soon. And uh, speaking of Ryback, Monday night, Ryback, Raj, Geary, Matt Morgan, and myself, Glenn Rubenstein, the four of us together. Wow. Raj back versus the blueprint, uh, the Jewprint, live on the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Uh, this should be a hell of a show. But tonight, SmackDown, and I gotta say, uh, tonight's show was okay. Everything going on in the world, I'm sure it'll come up. I don't want to dwell on it. Not right this moment. Let me just bask for a minute in the fact that this year's Money in the Bank is going to take place starting on the ground floor of WWE headquarters. Six superstars are going to compete and battle their way up through the levels, climbing the corporate ladder as it will, or uh, onto the roof where there will be a ladder and a briefcase dangling for them to, to clutch for that title opportunity. It's just i mean this someone's listening to our podcast we talked about a week or two ago money in the bank do it like hunger games take them on an island somebody at wwe heard this and said well we can't afford an island but we can fly everyone to stanford connecticut let's do it here and money in the bank this year do they even need any of their matches i mean put (laughs) bray versus braun maybe in the middle of the show but just give me like an hour-long women's match like this an hour-long men's match like this and uh pay-per-view of the year i'm calling it right now well, yeah, I mean, they got a couple of the matches they'll be able to do because they actually do have some uh, storylines they're sticking to. But yeah, I'm I'm okay with this. I mean, look, they got to think outside the box. They got they're they're going to be in this empty arena situation enough every single week with three shows and, and Raw, NXT, and SmackDown. So anytime you can give get a change of scenery, and 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 and, and again produce something the way they did cinematically the two matches Mania weekend, I'm I'm okay with this. And there's a there's a Fun tagline and gimmick of climb the corporate ladder, starting at the bottom of the building. And and let's face it, that you know, um, we all know of Titan Towers. We all know what the building looks like. We've seen it enough on pictures and video. Very few of us have been in there and experienced it. Obviously, Matt has. We can, you know, Matt can say what he wants when he gets here. But like, it'll be that 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 in itself is attraction. Never mind how the cinematic goes and who wins. Never mind who wins. But just 
it's like this trap action. It's Die Hard. It's phone booth. It's 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 you know. I want to see Drew Gulak with Daniel Bryan and being like, "I've got the plans to Titan Towers right here. Yeah. There's an air duct. I want you to go in there. Maybe ooh, maybe I'll have like an earpiece in, and <laughs> and uh, Drew will be the guy in the room with the computer guiding him through. Okay, you're gonna make a left up here. You know, I mean this this could be incredible. I'm almost I'm almost so afraid that it's gonna just like not meet my expectations. But the premise of this is fantastic and i just it, it like literally it has me just ignore i'm such a hypocrite i'm ignoring everything about safety everything about oh is this the right time to do this, this is a good idea this is a really conceptually brilliant idea for a pay-per-view uh, of course i hope that they follow every protocol every bit of screening possible to make sure that every performer involved of course is 100 safe and healthy um but that being said this this is a phenomenal idea for money in the bank this year and think of the potential here. Think of the potential thing. And I'm not saying they're going to do it. And I don't. And I don't get everybody's hopes up. And I, and like you said, I don't want to. I don't want to disappoint you. But there's so much that they could do. You know, imagine the viral the viral video segment of this match going going um, going going viral. Uh, clip going viral. That if they did a spot right outside of McMahon's office, and we it says you know like you know there's so many things they can do. Um, you know, I don't. I mean, I you know, people still remember and rave about. I think it was like '99, right? The '99, the year '99 Super Bowl when they did the the super. They had the WWE Super Bowl commercial um, that was filmed at, at Titan Towers, and the building was burning, and people were going off the roof. And I mean, I still have no fans that talk about that. So I'm okay with this. You know, I mean, you, you get helicopters coming in. There's all kinds of things that could be done here. So I'm I'm fine. I'm I'm going to go one step further with this, Justin. Right. What if? Whoever clutches the briefcase then gets a message saying, Mr. McMahon would like to see you in his office. They go into the office. Mr. McMahon is there. And Vince says, uh, congratulations, you got the briefcase. But now you got to make it down to the bottom, holding that. It's still game on. And then all the superstars, the entire roster, forget who qualified, bring the entire roster in there and just have like the most epic like single take fight scene ever as they're trying to make it out the door with that briefcase in hand. I really don't hate that. I mean, again, they're going on the th- gimmick of climbing the corporate ladder, and I know Vince doesn't like to be on camera anymore these days, but uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I don't hate that. I, know, I don't know if you're being somewhat No, I'm being serious. Like, like, did you ever see a little movie uh, called The Raid that came out a few years ago? I did not. The so The Raid is uh, the police are going into an area. It's an Indonesian film. The police uh, are sending like a SWAT team into an area where there's like a drug cartel hold up in a multi-story building. They've essentially taken over this building. All the tenants there have some connection to this drug cartel. So they send in the SWAT team and it literally becomes them having to go floor by floor. Like they get ambushed early on and the ones that still survive have to go floor by floor and have these epic multi-man fight scenes up every single level and every apartment they go into looking for the head guy leads to like a new fight. Like it is two hours of nonstop wall-to-wall action and ass kicking highly recommend it one of the best action films i've ever seen and that's what this reminds me of that's why i'm so excited for this yeah i mean there's a lot of things that make me you know it, it was one thing when we saw when we've seen again the matches for mania weekend that had two participants you know so it was very easy to see you know aj comes in on one vehicle take her another vehicle john cena kind of transforms morphs into where the firefly funhouse is a little bit of you know suspend your imagination i'm curious how they had the six competitors in each match you know, do they all arrive in their own vehicle? Is it a case of the like there's a first man in and it's kind of like a gauntlet style? They get on the elevator, there's somebody waiting on the elevator, starts punching them. Like, you know, <laughs> I'm curious how they they all get and start that. I mean, that's... No, I think they all start and they split up, right? Somebody goes for the elevator, 
and somebody gets in there and then we've got like the close quarters fight in the elevator. One of them goes left. One of them chases after him. One of them goes right because that's why it's perfect. That's why it's diabolical because wherever somebody goes, someone else has to follow or else mm -hmm. you're just giving up that opportunity. There's mm -hmm. a certain natural order to this. Um, I think this is brilliant. And I know we give WWE a hard time a lot of times about a lot of things. Remember what we said? The one good thing that could come out of this is WWE sometimes has to get really creative when the situation dictates. And I think this is an example where um, they could be firing at all cylinders. And, you know, I think we had a lot of terrible news this week with the releases that have happened. Certainly there's terrible news with what's going on in the world and the impacts of COVID-19. Uh, certainly there's some questionable decisions about WWE being declared an essential business after making some political contributions. I think those are all valid points, valid things to discuss. But let me just take a moment and say, this is a cool idea for Money in the Bank. Like, I've got to give them credit for this, at the very least. Yeah, they're in a situation where the stranger the idea, maybe the better. They, they have to be outside of the box. Um, and whether it's in a cinematic match or whether it's just their video packages uh, hyping up, um, you know, big feuds. We've seen it for the last, you know, we've seen it for the last 30 years. They do great, they do great work um, with, with production. And when, it's, when, when this match is going to be, you know, edited and put together, anything's possible. Yep. Anything is possible. I mean, somebody could get thrown off the roof. <laughs> like I anything is possible because it, 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 now you're now you're yeah now you're in a movie and, and anything could happen. Um, uh, SOS TDM TDM two dollar super chat saying you see Big E licking the title at the end. It's just like oh please don't let this be a moment of tragic foreshadowing. Like I hope they sanitize that ahead of time. I'm sure, I'm sure it's getting wiped down with some Clorox. I'm, I'm hoping it was wiped down before the that that spot happened. Uh, let's see, we got some other super chats to get to here, and I apologize with reading the chat. Sometimes I'll pause the chat when I can to keep the super chats. Oh, here we go. Anthony Y four ninety nine saying the ending of the match. Brock comes down on a Brock Lesnar comes down a rope from a helicopter, grabs money in the bank. All in favor of that? Can't really hate on that. Or somebody, uh, or, or somebody gets the briefcase, and then one helicopter comes and Brock on a rope ladder comes down and then another helicopter comes Braun comes down in a rope ladder. He's if he, if he still has the title uh, after I, yeah, I mean, here's the problem though, with all this, Justin, I think it's not just us. I think everyone is building this up so much in their head. Now I'm going to say, Ooh, gauntlet thrown down to WWE. You've got to live up to fan expectations. That is true. Yes. Uh, Frankie Fraser saying the briefcase will say you're fired inside. I don't think they'll take the feast or fired gimmick, but uh, you know, who knows? Um, so, uh, Antoine fair, good point. $5 super chat. Don't want to be a downer. I like the concept too, but isn't that state close to travel in and out of the state? You know, for all we know, they could actually shoot this in the performance center. They for the, I mean, they have the exteriors. They need to shoot someone on a roof unless they get like a wide shot of the winner holding up the briefcase from like a helicopter. I, the thought did occur to me. This actually well, doesn't have guy, to be shot. Guy, guys, now if if they got if they got themselves deemed essential in Florida, oh, that's true. The, the McMahons are a staple in the state of Connecticut. They will make it. Oh, Justin Lavar. Even Frode. even if uh, they, they'll have to fly everybody they need in there. Everybody will have to, everybody. What's up? Oh, you just froze, but now you're fine. Oh, sorry. Um, the McMahons are a staple in the state of Connecticut. They will get every, they'll get the permits. Everybody will fly in. They'll have them all. Their temperature will be taken or whatever. But they're they're they'll do it in in, in Stanford. Yes. Not to mention they're getting out of this building uh, eventually, so maybe they can destroy some of it. Who knows? Oh my God! If they blow up the building and it's like Die Hard. There we go. Oh, I want somebody winner jumping off the roof. I mean, hell, like 
Vince this blew looks... Vince blew himself up over a decade ago in a limo. We never got to get the the, the payoff to it. I'm going to be so disappointed with this actual match. As we're talking about this, I'm just I'm working myself on my expectations into a froth here, and uh, yeah. Who's going to be the Hans? Who's going to be the one that takes the plunge? Yeah, see, I was wondering how they do that though. They have to almost make it like an elimination style or something. That's why I think it's just got to be the first man up there. But I love the idea that they have to make it back down. I think that would be the ultimate twist. So here's the question: So the briefcase can't. You probably won't need. You wouldn't need necessarily a ladder to get the briefcase because what the hell is going to be suspending the briefcase? Unless it is suspending from a helicopter, that would be noisy. Like what the hell? What are they going to actually climb? Is, is it or is the briefcase just going to be sitting there on the roof somewhere? No, it's going to going to probably on a crane. I'm I'm going to call it right now. It'll be dangling off a crane. Hmm. Uh, Ryan begs five dollars super chat. Do you think Bray goes over versus Braun at Money in the Bank? Justin, glad to see I'm not the o- o- Orioles fan here. Here's to the rebuild. Um, Bray going over Braun <laughs> ain't, ain't, ain't that right, right? <laughs> um, they're really building this, so we will uh, we will talk about that and that build. Chris Evans, thank you for the two dollars super chat. David three X. WWE could do a Mission Impossible match. There's so much they can do. And, man, again, you know, all they have to do is sequester the talent, say to the talent, you know what? We need you for three weeks. Two of those weeks, you're just going to be in a hotel. You can bring your family. We need to make sure you're all healthy. You're all good. And after that, we're going to film for a week, and then you can go home for a couple months. No one gets cut. No one gets fired. There is a safe way to do this, and I hope they uh, want to find a way to do this safely and i'm sure uh you know look i mean we've talked about this they already had a crew member that uh contracted this so i hope that's not i i hope that's the extent of mm. uh of the way this impacts the the talent and wwe obviously should take every precaution to uh, prevent any further infection from happening so i'm sending matt morgan the link again he'll be here in a minute and then we're really just going to repeat the first 12 minutes of the show and what we talked about with matt this time and then we'll get into smackdown then it'll all happen. Um, oh, and Matt's favorite wrestler. Matt's favorite gimmick showed up tonight. We got more from the hacker tonight on SmackDown Live. <laughs> uh, I, and I, I bet you, I, I would not put it past that Matt probably is not aware of this news. So when we, so he, uh, folks, I bet you, Matt's probably going to think that we're joking and we're ribbing him, that we're going to tell him that the Money in the Bank match is going to take place on the roof at Titan Towers. Let's see if he bites. I think he saw SmackDown tonight. I don't, uh, yeah, but. I don't know. I mean, they mentioned on SmackDown, but I, I saw it more blowing up on Twitter with people talking about it on Twitter. So I wonder. And if it was... wasn't clear enough at first yeah. that it was going to take place starting on the ground floor, but yeah. they uh, did clarify that and uh, really drive the point home. <laughs> uh, George ten nine two eight saying they should have twenty four seven title in there somewhere in the middle. Um, well, you got to figure our truth can be working in a cubicle somewhere. Oh yeah, answering phones. Matt Morgan. So sorry, guys. It's okay. We were just here uh, going on and on about this year's Money in the Bank match. So did you catch that announcement tonight? I did. I did. I was in the background while I was on an important call. I apologize. What'd you think? I mean, dude, this is, it's like the raid. It's like Die Hard. We're comparing to Die Hard. We think somebody's going to take the incredible. This could be an incredible match. I mean, Again, you know, as I gave the disclaimer, everything we've ever said about health and safety absolutely stands. But as a concept, this is brilliant and could be the best WWE pay-per-view of all time. It's very, very intriguing. I'll give them that. Yeah. So we shall see. So let's hop in and talk about SmackDown tonight. We opened up with a moment of bliss. 
Uh, Matt, I'm sure you were just loving it to see uh, Braun Strowman uh, flirting and giggling with Alexa there out there with Nikki Cross before he noticed he had a gift that was from Bray Wyatt, uh, the black sheep mask. Um, what did you think of this segment overall, Matt? I liked, I liked the tie-ins. I'm a huge fan of tie-ins. I like the black sheep mask. That was cool. Um, I don't love, as you would say, adorable Braun. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I don't like, he's a monster. I need my Braun to continue to be a monster. He needs to eat glass and crap lightning, whatever the freaking saying is that I just butchered. <laughs> Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, Justin. Yeah, like Matt said, you like tie-ins. I mean, we we get so up in arms when WWE ignores certain history, or they think that we have forgotten about certain history. Uh, you know, Braun really wasn't actually with Bray and the White family for that long, relatively speaking, um, in terms of the number of of months. But it's night. But I mean, it was still his debut. He had the sheet mask. He's 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 freaking Braun Strowman. So you remember, you're not going to forget that he was there. So it's good that they're bringing it back. Uh, it's good that they're. You know, letting you know, letting the mental games, you know, Bray playing mental games here uh, with with Braun and, and 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 kind of taking credit that he created this this you know this kind of a Frankenstein situation. Yeah, I'm I'm into this, uh, and I think the match is going to be against Bray Wyatt, not the Fiend. At least that's how they keep wording it. So I could see this match actually taking place in the Performance Center because it's Bray Wyatt. But I think I think they're going to kind of probably make a policy for as long as they're in this empty arena situation, probably for the remainder of the year, that if a Fiend has a match, it's got to be done. You know, cinematically, I don't think they want the fiend in that empty arena environment. Yeah. Um, and next week, Alexa and Nikki are going to defend their titles against Carmella and Dana Brooke. Uh, Dana Brooke, yeah, having a good couple weeks here between tonight and this next week. Uh, then we have the Sasha Banks versus Tamina Snuka. Now, Sasha was out there with Bailey at ringside. Uh, Justin, the haircut still doing it for you with Bailey? Oh, yes. <laughs> so Matt, you you missed it last Friday, Matt. Uh, in the middle of uh, Raj's uh, tipsy escapades, uh, Justin professed his uh, his uh, his, his uh, lust for Bailey. I went back. Just so you know, I, after Monday, Justin gave me the link, and I went back and I watched the whole <laughs> podcast. What'd you think? I think that uh, like, did you watch the very end? Like Raj could hardly keep his eyes open. <laughs> And then he started slurring his words, and he's just like, I don't care. I don't care. I still think the rants on Meltzer are the best. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Watch last yeah. Friday's podcast, people. It was uh, something else. Um, if we ever if we ever have a WWE night where we need to show like a best of to kill an hour, if the three of us don't feel like doing this for a while or we're all running late, we're just going to show that yeah. last Friday's podcast. <laughs> or, or, as a cheap plug, is upcoming Mondays. I've got yeah. a feeling that's going to be a doozy. Should be For good. So many reasons. For so many reasons. Yes. Uh, Chris Evans, $2 super chat saying, give Braun a fiend like character too. I could see him uh, doing something with the black sheep mask, just finding some way to tie this in. The way he was looking at it tonight was kind of interesting. Um, what do you, wait, wait, time out. What am I missing? What, what, is it, what are they insinuating? What's he insinuating? Well, saying he give Braun a character like the fiend. So I could see. If Bray he has superpowers all of a sudden, I wouldn't go that far, but I could see them doing something cool again in the cinematic sense. That if Bray's wearing the fiend mask, Braun comes out with the the black sheep mask. Uh, the way he was looking at it tonight and holding it like it had some power over him. I don't know. I mean, um, I don't think the execution was perfect in the segment with Alexa transitioning into that, but I do like 
that they're playing on that continuity and uh, giving it a little more stakes. Yeah. He did look a little uh, haunted when he was looking at that mask. His facial expressions did sell that. So good on him. I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, in this, not that I'm saying anything that we all haven't realized months ago, but if you want to know how well they've done with this whole Bray Wyatt fiend dynamic and the character and everything, the fact that all we had to do was just hear over the PA system that that demonic laugh of Bray Wyatt's, and it, it's so over. And like that, that did as much as 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 him being there. That that did you know as much as you know that of him being there. Like, and that's how over they've gotten this. Is like that laugh even was just like that's all you needed. It was and the echoing of that empty building. It was great. Much like uh, the music in Jaws, which Justin <laughs> has never seen, so he doesn't get that reference. Didn't need to show the shark, just needed to have the music. Yeah. <laughs> and Matt Morgan has has has, demand, has declared, I can't can't do that in the pool anymore. <laughs> You're not it. allowed to do that anymore. <laughs> Never again. Um, so Sasha Banks versus Tamina Snuka tonight. Bailey tried to interfere with the match to help Sasha. Lacey Evans came out and uh, stopped that from happening. Long and the short of it is we have a new number one contender for the SmackDown Women's title, and that's Tamina. He's going to get a title shot against Bailey. Now, what did you think of this match, Matt? This was good. This was solid. Words of Raj, this was there. More than there. Yeah. SmackDown Women's Division, week in and week out, is looking better and better. I don't know what the F they're doing on Raw, but with SmackDown, I'm feeling it right now. I feel like, uh, like they got layers. It's like it, it's like it always is, though. On, on, on Raw, the women's division, and guys, for that matter, are more about the drama, the storylines, the who said what about somebody versus getting in the ring and settling your differences where SmackDown's more of the wrestling show, I think. Yeah. Now, and one has nothing to do with the other one. They're completely separate. This is just coincidental timing, but it is interesting coincidental timing um, that Tamina, you know, is, is, is getting um, Tamina's having one of the best pushes she's ever had in, 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 in a very long run with WWE and this is the same week where that the big dark side of the ring came out on the, the Jimmy Snooker, you know, Jimmy Snooker and the death of his girlfriend back in the 80s. And mm. did, did Vince have something to do with it? Again, one has nothing to do with the other one. If the WWE didn't know that, I, you know, like, I, but I just found it like, wow, what coincidence, what crazy timing that, you know, that unfolds on this week. You just wanted to talk about that. <laughs> they, they make. They don't correlate together at all. And, and I just said three times they have one. They have one. They don't have anything to do with each other. But it, it's just crazy. I know you just come out and just say, "Hey, you know what? I really want to talk about something controversial right now." And I'm just going to bring up a random show about you know her dad. That's cool with everybody, right? Now. Stay tuned later for Justin's the conspiracy theories about chemtrails and who really killed JFK. We'll get to that before the show ends. Uh, <laughs> Roth McLean with the I watched that though, by the way. So yeah, I watched it by the way. It was good. Bad, sorry. Uh Ross McLean with the 499, 499 pounds saying just realized today that 3MB has made more world champions than the four horsemen and the Hart Foundation. That is interesting. Oh my god, when you say it that way though, right? Goodness gracious. Yes. That's crazy. That's crazy. crazy. Oh my god. Um after this setting up this with Tamina versus Bailey, we had Lacey cut a promo about Sasha. So it looks like they're going to work a singles program together. That could be really good. That could be really good. Lacey's got to be strong because Sasha can spit, she can spit fire out every once in a while on some promos. So hopefully, uh, 
Lacey's able to hold her own in this. This is a good. This is a good test for Lacey, in my hmm. opinion, on the mic. On the mic. Yeah, I mean, it's great they're giving the SmackDown women more to do. More feuds, I do like. Players. I do. I do like this division of Bailey is over here now, and you've got Sasha over here now in their own featured storylines. I like this. This is what needed to be done a while ago. No, I agree. And uh, man, I don't know about you, Matt, but it's like I'm just bracing myself. I'm hoping there are no SmackDown cuts coming on Monday. It feels. Brother, I feel you. I feel you 100 percent on this. Yeah. Yeah, and, I, and we'll talk later about some of the NXT and performance center cuts that were confirmed. Um, but yeah, you know, this there is was more. Uh, yeah, but not not nearly. I mean, not nearly on the level of Wednesday and uh, more was, performance lot, center talent. Yeah, yeah, but there was a lot of performance center, a lot of performance center, or the first level NXT house show talent. Not no nobody nobody that's on NXT Wednesday night really, which still sucks. Um, and I'm, I'm hoping this is the end of it, but yeah, looking at it tonight, you know, um, and we'll talk about it, but everyone that's in a program, everyone that's in a match, you know, there are people like Dana Brooke where it was like, Oh, thank God she won tonight because she's one that just going by the, the logic of some of the people that they've cut that I worry would be in jeopardy. So, uh, hopefully people getting this TV time currently is, is going to help. Uh, JD ski eight, nine, two, five dollars saying just wondering why did Justin take his Rusev day sign? right there. <laughs> there. Look, and I also have a chair. I did get a chair for Mania this year. That never happened. Oh, how'd you get that? What do you mean? How'd you get that? Yeah. Oh, yes. How did you get it? Oh, the name that we're not allowed to say in this podcast that follows, on, that follows us on Twitter that has a verified account. Who Wait, told I, us this? I can't say his name. We're not, we're not allowed to say this poor guy's name anymore. On the, on the, the podcast. Oh, oh, I know who you're talking about. A mate. I don't know. I don't know who. Maybe Justin's got a fan out there. E C not three. There you go. <laughs> Anyhow, uh Seamus versus Denzel Dujane. Who? He's been on TV before. They've and squashed I, him recently, yeah. Yeah. <coughs> Seamus beat him up. I'm just glad there's Good. another famous Denzel. I feel like Denzel Washington's <laughs> had too much of a lock on that name for the last 35 years. He really does. I mean, I can't imagine because that's the first thing I thought of when I saw that guy's name. Um, good for Seamus. I like this. Seamus has got a great look. Say what you will about him. I think he's got a great look. Yeah. And they're putting him into this program with Jeff Hardy because we went right from this Perfect. with Seamus winning. Perfect. So what do you think of this Jeff Hardy segment? I mean, this was obviously out of kayfabe talking about his uh, addictions, his time in jail. Um, I mean, they're really putting it all out there. Good. I like it. Uh, when you get Jeff into some things that are real for him, you usually get a lot of cool stuff out of Jeff. You do you get a lot of emotion. And what's really good about Jeff is he's the ultimate sympathy character. Ultimate out of anybody I've ever been on a roster with ever. Um, hmm. He just has it. He, he's a modern day Ricky Morton. Honest to God, he really truly is as far as... Hmm. The ability to make people, uh, women, kids, hell, even guys, really feel for him when he's getting the crap kicked out of them. They want to see him, you know, start to mount his comeback eventually or receive the hot tag. Um, for years, in my opinion, Jeff Hardy had ownership of the greatest hot tag in pro wrestling for quite a while there, in my opinion. Um, but not so he's very similar to Ricky Morton, in my opinion. But um, 
this is great because you give Jeff something he can talk about that's real to him. That gives people even more ways into him and emotionally invest in him. And more importantly, have sympathy on him when Sheamus is whipping his ass during the heat of the match. Therefore, it's going to make the match even better. And I like that because I like Sheamus. And I want to see Sheamus do good as well. Yeah, I mean, Sheamus, yeah. Is a big, Sheamus is a great heel, very physical worker. And yeah, yes, and, he and, is and, very and then you have, physical. And then you have Jeff, who, yeah, like Matt said, is the ultimate babyface. So this is like two guys who can do the best in their respective roles. And, I mean, you, yeah. you, can't, you can't hide it with Jeff. As outlined in that video, it's not like Jeff's just had one appearance on TMZ. Unfortunately, Jeff's had a lot, as he's talked about. He's, he's dealt with a lot, and he's hopefully overcame it or, or on the road to overcoming it and holding that down. So you might, it's almost like you might as well own it, in a sense. The only thing I the only thing that I thought was odd about it was in the pack in the in the package where they had other superstars talk about him. They had Samoa Joe talking about him, and lest we forget, Samoa Joe was one of the last feuds that Jeff already had, where they were the whole it was based around Joe like uh, bringing up and mocking Hardy's uh, issues. You know, they, they, they Joe was in the bar. I mean, like so that that was kind of odd. That they of all the superstars they could have picked. I mean, they had Big Show, but they, like they had like Je- Samoa Joe, who that I found odd, but. Nonetheless, the whole thing, though, uh, I'm, I'm good with Jeff Hardy versus Shames. I'm good with the build for that. No, I agree. Uh, Zachary Showalter, $5 Super Chat. Justice for EC3 has finally come true. He'll thrive in AEW or wherever else he goes. EC freed. Um, yeah, his presence oh. on Twitter, man. Like, he is not looking back at all after being dropped. What I miss? Tell me. No, I'm just saying, you know, if you look at like Keith Slater and others that are posting these heartfelt tributes, I mean, EC3 is almost defiant in just saying, you know, you right, let me find the, let me find the tweets. Um, EC3. Just give me the gist. I'm looking the gist is that, uh, you know, now he's going to become what he's supposed to, um, Ooh, that, uh, yeah, saying that, you know, oh, I will not do your podcast. I will not do an interview for your website. I'm not interested in doing your autograph signing in eight months. For the first time in a long time, I control the narrative, I control the narrative now. So uh, he's saying, I will not copy and paste a motivational quote. I will not make proclamations about a future that is uncertain, not only for an industry, but a planet as a whole. I'm not a victim. I'm not the first. I will not be the last. So yeah, it's just a very different attitude. Well, if he wants to control his own narrative, actually, he should be using those podcasts and his website <laughs> to do so. But where do I know? I did. I did kind of pop though. He's like, I'm not gonna. I'm not like I. I you know, it's, it's it's it is pretty cliche in, in this day and age of social media. Like you know, whenever somebody get like whenever some whenever one thing comes to an end, whether you get you know released or whatever, it's like always like stay tuned. Big things coming. It's like, well, don't tell me just to stay tuned. I'll just, I'll tune in when there's something I need to know about you. Like, I don't like the little ambiguous tease that everybody oh. puts out there to stay tuned. Yeah. Big thing, big things coming. Well, I would just tell me when the big things are here. All right. <laughs> I, th- I, th- I think people do that to offset the negativity of people just bum rushing you with, can't believe they let you go. Oh my God. You know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, maybe, I don't know. They ain't had this shit around when I left WWE, so I don't know. I mean, when Raj fires me from Wrestling Inc., you're not going to see any stay tuned posts from me. He just immediately. Dude, could you possibly have hit him up anymore for percentages of the Super Chat? <laughs> <laughs> you know, that was so funny. Wait, wait a minute. Aren't you doing his show right now that he said he was going to be doing? Or no? Oh, we did it Monday. Never mind. <laughs> right? Wait, what? what, what did, didn't, he, didn't he tell you he'd give you two-thirds of it if you <laughs> filled in for him? <laughs> yeah. We'll see. I will, we'll like, see. 
And didn't you fill in for him? Not this past Monday. No, I didn't. Oh. I thought it was going to happen, but he ended up doing it. Jeez, that's terrible of me. <laughs> thanks, for, thanks, thanks for watching our pro. You, thanks for watching the program, Matt. I'm on the program. That's even worse. <laughs> Matt's just got to wait for the next time Raj is drunk and on start negotiating with him on the air. You know, to be fair, to be fair, I know. To be fair, I know Matt's days are running together like crazy. Probably so. These these podcasts probably run together as well. So seriously, in his defense. Uh, speaking of super chats, Brad Stevens, nine ninety nine. Thank you, Brad. Wanted thank to say you. thank you. Uh, I want to say thank you for these video feeds and providing funny and thought-provoking conversation each week. Makes me feel like I'm part of a new family while we all deal with the new normal. Absolutely, that's Brad. Quite a, that, that's a hell of a compliment, Brad. Thank you. We, thank we, you, Brad. We actually, really, really appreciate that. Thanks, Brad. I'm getting I'm getting six dollars and change from your uh, from your super chat. There. <laughs> is your math is your math correct? Because you did it the other night really quickly too. I was like, wow, that's pretty good, Justin. <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, now, I don't think it <laughs> are you taking your 60% before YouTube's cut or after? Because that's a whole different ball game. YouTube takes like 30% off the top. So if you're getting 60% gross, yeah, that Time leaves a, Oh, yeah, YouTube's got a good racket. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God, I didn't know that. Oh, my God. I'm just going to start putting my PayPal and Venmo up and let people Venmo <laughs> PayPal me the 60% that I should have. Hmm. <sighs> If we had more time, we'd do a Patreon, but uh, we're already doing all these podcasts each week. I don't think we have the bandwidth for more. Um, Baby Maharaja, $2, saying, why does Ryder get released but Lars Sullivan stays? Lars is injured. I think injured talent. Matt, when you were there, what was your contract status when you were injured? They pay your downside, or but your contract's like frozen while people are injured, right? I don't remember. I think I just... Yeah, you make your downside guaranteed um, base salary check. And uh, when I was there, you got your house show check, pay-per-view check, royalty check, anything like that. You'd get that separately. So you would just get your base salary check again, which is still ridiculously good. So Yeah. I think there's probably also opening them up to some uh, litigation perhaps for if they release somebody who's injured. I mean, for instance, I don't believe you can fire an employee that's on like disability. Uh, It'll never happen, but this was a really good example of why there does, you know, people want to see a union in wrestling. Yeah. If not now, it's never happening. It'll never happen. I don't think in our lifetimes. Yeah. Well, didn't, didn't I, mean, I know it's a different company. I mean, but it's, it still sticks today. 25 years later, you know, Stone Cold Steve Austin always tells a famous story of getting, you know, getting fired from WCW by a, by a FedEx when he was at home hurt. And like that always that kind of like stuck with him and lit the fire. So, I mean, it's definitely not a good look if you do it to anybody. No. Yeah. Antoine Fair, $5, saying, I wish people would stop saying that these wrestlers are just going to pop up at AEW or whatever. Thank you. Hiring right now. Let's relax. Yes. Yeah, I popped up everywhere. I I I wrote something personal to Zach today on Twitter. Zach Ryder on his feed, you know. Um, I, there's opportunities for these guys, in my opinion. Some of them to make big money without even wrestling. I think Zach Ryder could do a podcast, for example. Well, he does. I know he's got he's got his wrestling figure podcast, yeah. not that one. Oh, um, like like similar to Bruce or similar to those types of podcasts. Because think about it, he's been there for so long. He has so many stories he could share. Oh yeah. Um, but but who knows if he wants to go back there or not? You no, know, I should there's... email him about that. And how about and and I think Len and I were talking about this before you uh, before we start recording. Like 
he put out put out a shirt within a day on Pro Wrestling Tees, and it's the number one selling shirt on Pro Wrestling Tees. I mean, it's you know, he's with Zach Wright on it. What was the shirt? I think it just says "Not There." It's, yeah. in, it's in like the it's in like the deep purple kind of uh, you know Long Island Ice Z colors that he uses, and it just says "Not There." <laughs> and it's exactly what does it mean? I guess not there. Like he's not at WWE. I guess that's my interpretation of it. It's, it's a pretty bland shirt, but it's his yeah. shirt, and it's the number one shirt, which speaks to what you're saying. He's so over. People love him, and for good reason. He's a good dude. Looks like a million bucks. He's a good wrestler. He improved immensely when he was on ECW working versus Christian Cage, or Christian at the time. I remember like yesterday. He was still wearing one side of his leg was yeah. shorts. The other side was the long. Such a heat getter. Um, that was such heat with me. But in all sincerity, he really improved in that series and that angle, and then sky was a limit for him. And uh, WWE dropped the ball immensely with him because, oh, yeah, the, he, he just you know what I mean? He's a definition of those types of talents that can create his own content. Are you kidding me? Just give him a right. camera and stay the hell out of his way, let him do him, especially now when you need guys to be able to do stuff like that when you're in this handcuff situation. Um, nice. yeah, I, I was in it was uh, I think it was December of 2011, it was the TLC pay per view. I was there, uh, in Baltimore, and that was the night where and that, that was really where. You know, his the true long island, you know, his, his YouTube show, everything was just really organically clicking. And that was the night that he won. I think it was the U.S. title. Um, and, you know, I've got to experience a lot of pops live. That's up there with how big of a pop that was. Uh, Heath Slater, uh, Heath Miller now gunning for him on pro wrestling tees with his new shirt. I got right, fired. So yeah, I mean these guys I like are what the, the one to the left of it says. Though. I like what the bio to the left says. It's all oh, pro wrestler, you know, badass dad, West Virginia born and raised, four-time WWE tag town tag team champion, and first ever SmackDown tag champ. Dangerously underrated. Yep. Yeah, there you have yep. it. Um, all true. That dude back. was a star for FCW when he had his long hair. I I was I was calling him like a redheaded Christian at the time. I mean, uh, Edge at the time. Um, mm. Long, lean. Tall, um, he had the long, long hair. It wasn't like that cutoff stuff they made him do. He looked like the Wendy's girl. Um, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? They gave yeah. him like a mom cut at the time, which he shouldn't have done. He had cool, long hair. As a guy who can't have cool, long hair, <laughs> I always appreciate wrestlers with cool, long hair. Um, but uh, he looked like a huge star. He was great in the ring, and uh, he was killing it in FCW as a man yeah. talent. There. He was crushing it. I'm surprised Heath's shirt that says I got fired on the front. I'm surprised the back of it doesn't say like I still got kids. Because that was I like just, his, you don't want to bump right. people out, man. Well, no, but it, the only reason I say that, I I almost forgot about that little stint with him. But on Wednesday, when I'm trying to keep up and live tweet as we're finding out who had been released, and, and I sent a tweet out saying, Okay, unfortunately Heath Slater's also been released. There was no I no lie, you can go look there was probably at least thirty replies, all the same thing. But he's got kids, but he's got you know, people all leaning into the the shtick. So I figured it's just a shtick that people. It's over. People remember it about him that I got. I got kids. Yeah. No. I mean, he was so over. I mean, they really dropped the ball with him. He's one of the, the better examples. Uh, Bob the Builder with two dollars Canadian wants to know, Matt, how was one night stand two thousand and five? Awesome. What an experience. Um, very very cool. Um, it, it was cool to be able to sit up in the mezzanine and watch the show. Obviously, a lot of guys I grew up watching. Got to come back and wrestle for a night. And then at the end with the big schmaz, you know, that was cool. 
Uh, Johnny Beswick, 499, saying, I'm waiting for Drunk Raj's voice to come on the PA system, saying, can I cut a promo on Justin? <laughs> uh, I am Arisa to tell Matt uh, that we, we told Drunk Raj no tonight. He said, no, we're waiting for Matt Morgan. Raj, you can't come on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we told Raj if he couldn't pass a breathalyzer, he couldn't come on. We can't say the <laughs> alphabet backwards. I told him just learn to memorize it when he's sober. Problem okay. solved. Let's really quickly get into this. That is a setup question where yep. you sit there and stumble and try to do it. Then you're screwed. You're supposed to say, are you kidding me? I'm sober as can be right now. And there's no way on God's green earth I can do the alphabet backwards. What other tips do you have for me? Because nobody can do that. You did a good job, Glenn. Uh, I'll give you that. I was impressed of watching you go through it in your head. I was like, holy shit, that is pretty quick. But everybody else I've ever asked, nobody I know can do it like that. If, if, oh. a cop, if a cop wants to ask me to go a hundred to zero backwards, I can do that. But I ain't do. I can't do Z, Z to A. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, or you be the smart ass, and they say say the alphabet backwards, and you just repeat the alphabet backwards. Boom, right there. I complied, officer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> did you just think of that right now? I did just think of that right now. Uh, what seems to be very, very quick. What seems to be the officer problem? <laughs> <laughs> JD Ski eight ninety two. We're going to talk about this later. Uh, rest in peace, Howard Finkel. I loved hearing his announcing as a kid in the nineties. Absolutely, uh, he is sorely missed. The voice of WWE, oh. uh, who passed away this week, and we're going to talk about that at the end of the show. You guys hitting it up with the super chats, just putting all this money in Justin's pocket. Like <laughs> Matt, we should have negotiated a percentage of this. We're idiots. <laughs> Keep it coming. Uh, Xavier Leon, two dollars. Who'd you guys like to see wrestle in AEW? Matt, who who would you like to see uh, of those recently cut? Spud, I think Spud would be really good. Rockstar Spud or whatever, Jake Maverick. Um, trying to get different, different, different. I do think Zach could do something pretty cool with them for what it's worth. Oh, yeah, I think he'd be a really good addition on the editing. The production front, especially like like you don't get that. We bring in a, a really good talent that's really over, right? People love him, and then P.S. on top of it, he's probably as good of an editor <laughs> as what you guys have got. Not knocking them, but that's how good he, how much experience he has with all this. You know, using his phone and using his GoPro and things like that, and being able to make original content. Um, that's rare. Um, good content, I should say, to be clear. I, I don't know what else. There's, there's more, I'm sure. I, I tell you what, I would love, with with the talent AEW has, I would love if you put Leo Rush in the mix. The things Leo Rush could do. How did he get released? I don't understand this. He's, they I just don't, brought him back. Yeah, he's he's had I, 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 he's had a weird run. There's there's way more than we know to the story. But, like, I mean, they, you know, he, he was with, he was the, the, the mouthpiece with Bobby Lashley. We heard rumblings. We heard rumblings that there was problems. He got heat. Yeah. Got, heat. got, 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 got to go, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, I don't yeah. know if he's ever. I don't know if he's ever formally let go. I don't know if I think he was sent home. I don't know if he's ever formally let go. Oh, uh, okay. But you know, All then right. he But then yeah. But then he comes back as a surprise when NXT goes live on Wednesdays. Immediately back in the cruiserweight situation, then they pull the cruiserweight title off him and have him lose, and he disappears. He's all, you know, he got real active on social, just really, just kind of not giving an F. Just I, I don't know. There's yeah, more to the story. I know that. What was he saying? What kind not, of nothing, not, saying? Not, not, not like I would, I would, I would say controversial, but just very much like he he would speak and, and put put a lot of put a lot of long winded. Uh, he was lobbying 
to come back with Bobby. He yeah. was, I mean, I, I don't want to say he was complaining, but I could see where someone would perceive it in the company as complaining. He wasn't that normally yeah. doesn't go well. He wasn't playing the company line, so to speak. He was just very, very much speaking freely. Yeah, I don't know what's up with him, but he's one of those guys I feel for. Everybody losing their job Wednesday, it sucks. But like to a Zach Ryder, like like we've said, he's been there since 07. I, I, Zach seems like a smart guy. I don't think he's squandered his money. I'm sure he'll be fine. No. But a guy like Aaliyah Rush, who's in his early 20s, who's got a, a, a family with several, you know, he's got several kids, he's got kids, he's got a wife. Like that's a guy who hasn't been making WWE money for very long. That's the guys I feel bad for. You know? No, I agree. Uh, but no, Leo could be great in AEW. Heath, I think uh, Heath could do. Heath could write his own ticket. Heath could go to Impact, and I think pe- more people will start watching Impact. Because he's a good character. I tried to watch it the other night. It was so hard to watch. Really? It was so hard to watch. Yes, it was. Well, I can't go anywhere but up now. I mean, Ring of Honor is kind of the same way. Um, Jake? I look at it and go, what the hell happened to my company? What the hell happened to that company? It's like that. No, uh, Jacob Money four ninety nine said, "Got to see Matt Morgan live in twenty ten versus Hernandez in a steel cage match during Victory Road. Also got to see Jeff cool. Hardy Sting, Angle Flair, and Styles. Very cool, Matt. I went back and watched your send off on YouTube the other night when Thanks, you were jumped Jacob. by the Mexicools. Um, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> my send off. Yeah, it hasn't aged well. What do you mean? <laughs> no, I mean you were talking about the other night. Like, holy shit! I can't believe this made it on TV at the time." Okay, first off, let me say this. How is it you like? Oh, yeah. oh, I, yeah, 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 definitely. You're correct. Yeah. I, you, I don't know what you meant. No, yeah. but additionally, how is it you look younger now than you did in 2005 or 2004? The sweet, the sweet uh, black hair dot I'd put in my beard to look meaner and tougher. But I was wondering what that was. I mean, honestly, <laughs> like you look more cut now. Like it just, it's funny because looking at you then, it was like, it was like you look like in your mid 40s back then, somehow. <laughs> Very weird, oh, but I yes, agree. the angle. And why do the Mexicals talk like Jonah Hill at the beginning of Twenty Two Jump Street? Like that was just that was just bad. <laughs> I don't remember how Jonah Hill talked like when, at the beginning of Twenty Two. When Jump he does Street. his his gang member character when they're going <laughs> undercover and he does the whole thing about he has to get in character. Just go watch the scene at the beginning of Twenty Two Jump Street. It's freaking hilarious. But the Mexicals <laughs> like were such a caricature. Yes, you're right. It was very insensitive at the time. I'm shocked, but yet not shocked. Right. It made it on the air. Right, right. Uh, I got you. Uh, hip hop or two dollars. We're going to talk about Finkel at the end of the show, but with Fink passing, Matt, do you have any interesting stories to share? Yes, I got quite a yes. Okay, we'll, we'll get to that at the end of the show and give uh Howard Finkel his due. Uh, Kevin Pavio, two dollars, Matt. If he had one last match in WWE, who would it be against? Taker was my favorite, right? Um, first it was Hogan, then then it went Andre, then Hogan, then Taker in that order. Um, Hang on, hang on. Let me. Is it to continue to have a job with them and like continue to get over maybe and wrestle more main events and stuff like that? Because if that's the case, AJ. Yeah. AJ's my best match. AJ and Kurt Angle were my best matchups for me in my career. Um, I work better with smaller guys. Um, yeah, I'd say AJ. You know, I wrestled them a million times, but I think that's why I'd pick AJ. Actually. Yeah, I think that'd be great. Uh, Ruby at Abedin, $2, saying I'm a bit upset at how WWE mishandled Rusev. I think he's got to come up with something new. I don't know if he could come up with something again that will match Rusev Day, but I would love <clears throat> to see him try. He will. Can you imagine having to talk with a fake accent and all that other stuff for that long? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like, so he was coming out of it already as it was. So 
hopefully he's had a lot of time to think about it, right, and try some new things. That's what's cool about this for a lot of these guys. You get a lot of fans. If some of these were your uh, fan favorites, you know, for some of these guys that yeah. released, don't don't worry. If you you, you got to keep motivating them, keep letting them know how much. I know it sounds ridiculous, but keep trying to show them support um, when they go on the indies and things like that. Uh, if they've got some new ideas or trying to work out a character, encourage that because they're going to figure out something new eventually, like kind of Cody did, sort of. Yeah. And um, they're going to find something. And a lot of them, Rusev, I think, will be one. I think Heath Slater will definitely be one. Zach, I think, will be one. Um, where they're going to think of something different, I think. I really, truly do. They're going to come back one day to WWE is where I want to leave this off with on this comment. I do think they're oh, going to yeah. come back. I do think definitely Heath Slater will be back in that company. I definitely do think um, maybe not Rusev. Um, Zach, I can see eventually coming back somehow, some way. Maybe as a coach. Yeah. It depends uh, on, it's, it's really his call, honestly. I think he's going to be able to call his own shots for a while. I was, yeah, uh, I was, I was going to say, I can see Zach being like a... Uh, like a lot, like a lot of the backstage agent guys they've had that came back, like at the Helms and MVP. I could see him coming back and being an asset to I them mean, for promos yeah. and everything. I mean, to help a lot of these younger talents think outside the box, maybe like like you want that. Yeah, I can't. I'm taking these glasses off because they keep you can't see me. Mm. Sorry, go ahead. Hip hopper two dollars. Uh, yes, we did tell Justin about the thermometer story on Wednesday, but Justin Cortinez. Uh, 499 says he told his wife about my thermometer story and she turned around and threw all of theirs away thinking he did the same thing. <laughs> uh, you just want to get in on this. You want to get in on this awesome Glenn Rubenstein thermometer story. No, you can't get it. I'm just joking. Um, that's pretty bad, dude. That's that pretty is bad. Pretty you need bad. to correct that. Correct that with your wife ASAP. Glenn, that what was my advice? Glenn, what was your temperature today? Uh, I took my temperature last night. It Did was, you really? Uh, oh, I, okay, so I woke up. I took a nap yesterday. I was really tired, and they say <laughs> one of the one of the symptoms is you like you can't get out of bed. Wow. You're so tired. I was so tired. I, I was so tired yesterday, but I woke up in like a cold sweat. Like you know, I was really hot. I was like shoving all the blankets and off me. You mentally bent yourself over, and you started mind effing yourself. Yeah, and at that point, I was like, I've got to just, I've just got to check. I've just got to keep. Trying. I'm the same way. I'm the same way. Just for what it's worth, I really, truly am a little bit like that. Yeah. Well, and I start thinking back where I'm like, oh, my new contacts showed up the other day, and I opened the oh, package. Same here. I got mine yeah. yesterday, and I'm not touching them still. I'm keeping my glasses on. I was just, I was so excited. I, I, I was, Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I opened them up, glass. and I was like, did I wash my hands enough? Did I touch my mouth after? Like, I'm, I'm thinking about it a lot. But I do have to say, mm -hmm. uh, and they, they are not a sponsor, but um. I was very impressed. I ordered from Warby Parker their Scout contacts, which are disposable, and I got a free sample. And I have to say, I'm loving them so far, and I can just throw them away every night, so I don't How have to worry. How quickly did you get them? I got them within five days, and my prescription was expired. In that five days, they verified my contact prescription with my doctor and got it to me within five days. I know this is a silly question. Yeah. Why, but but why is an eye doctor not considered essential? My wife said, because they're touching you, duh. And I'm like, yeah. what happens if they wore gloves? Yeah, with the machinery. Yeah. Ew. Yeah. What am I thinking? Okay. There you go. No. She didn't say that. That's a good so yeah. Point. So I got them five days. I got the free sample. I'm gonna order them and keep it going. But it's just been nice because with my contacts, like Matt and I talked about the other night, I would wear the same pair of contacts. I would take them out every night, but I'd keep reusing them for like months, and that can spread bacteria. Very 
Yeah. It could. Yes. You go back and forth to your eye like that. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so now just once a day, and I'm going to use these whenever I leave the house, when that happens in the future, that we're going to throw them away and be simple. Uh, speaking of uh, precautions, uh, we'll, and we'll get to the Zach Rivera $5. Not the best idea for Big E to be licking the titles after being handled by God knows how many hands, plus being on Mrs. Yeah. Sweaty Shoulders minutes before. I have to think. I, I thought the same thing is for what it's worth. <laughs> I really did. Yes. I, I, did. I hope I'll, it's not I'll, tragic I'll, foreshadowing. I'm with you there, Zach. Yeah. Um, you guys with the super chats, a, this is how the fans hijack the show and just give Raj that so money. He loved it. He loves it. Well, Matt, you and I didn't negotiate the deal. Like Justin Moneybags here, just riding Raj's coattails. Uh, uh, Jaloui13199 saying Rusev versus Tomohiro Ishii in New, J- uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling. I could see that happening. I, I think, but look, Rusev's released. And Aiden English, but Aiden English is released. Remember the magic they oh, have. Yeah. Aiden, Aiden English doing the the MC for Rusev Day. Oh. I think he put that put that group back together. Could they just make a playoff? I bet you they do that at first. I bet you they make a playoff of Rusev and call it like Rudolph Day or something like that. <laughs> do you, what, I don't know. Yeah, that's. I mean, well, that's the tough part. You shut it down really quickly with your former gimmick when you showed up in Impact, but Cody was still getting. Stardust chance, he was still having to deal with that for like two years after, and he started mocking it and doing it. So, with Rusev, I mean, Rusev Day is going to follow him, I think, for quite some time, unless he hits like I made sure I stayed in Japan for two full years before I went back to American television. Yeah. Yeah. Although, dude, that was the part on, on your last match. That was the part that was the most dated was Taz making fun of you for stuttering. Do you know the letters they would get right. now if that happened right. during a show? Right. I'm supposed to be the heel, dude. Why would you make <laughs> the heel anyway to begin with? Make no sense. Yeah. Well, yes, nope. it does. If he's yeah. a babyface announcer, it does. But not make fun of Stummy Stuttering. No, obviously not. Yes. It'll be, um, interesting. It'll be interesting what name Rusev does pick, though, because like a lot of these guys, like, you know, the Revival, they're picking names that are that are, that are are offshoots of their real name so they can own it. And, but like, Rusev. they picking? No, no, slow down. What would they pick? Scott Dawson is being Dax Harwood. And I think Harwood is his real last name. And then uh, Wilder's being Cash Wheeler, and Wheeler's his last name. Ooh. Um, I like that. You know, so they get smart business and everything, and they trademark FTR. It looks like they're going to be um, oh, oh, the, revolt. Damn, the Revolt. The Revolt. So, yeah, Fear the Revolt. Fear the Revolt. So they can keep the FTR, which was the, you know, the, the F the Revival. The remix? They, they should call themselves the Remix. Throwback. Yeah, but well, they wanted to keep they, they wanted they wanted to keep the FTR that they wore on their on their trunk, so they trademarked FTR and got it. Remix, nah, starts with an R. Starts with an R. It's gonna stutter. Wait, I don't understand why you think they couldn't use FTR with using the word remix as their name instead of revolt. Does seem weird to have the whitest tag team ever using the name remix as part of their name. It does seem a little whoa, whoa, Glenn, what? <laughs> Because when you think of a remix, you think of hip hop, you think of dance, you think like I don't want to think of remix. I think of P Diddy. I don't think of like Leonard Skinner. Well, plus revolt, revolt, revolt works not in the wrestling sense, not in the pro wrestling sense. I call myself the Blueprint. Yes, but so like did you think of did you think of did you think of a seven foot Jigga Jigga man coming in? No, I I think of Mike Brady. Think of Mike Brady and architects everywhere. (laughs) J Ho. 
<laughs> well, you know, the revolt works for them because they were against WWE and how they're being treated and all and whatever. But what I was getting to, I don't know what Rusev's going to pick because Rusev's his real name is Miroslav. So, like, I don't know. Like, what do you? Ooh. I mean, wait, what is it? His first name is Miroslav or Miro. That's what people call him as Miro. I, like, I don't know, Mir- Miroslav. Yes. Uh, JD Ski eight nine two five dollars. This is for Justin. If Raj touches this, he's getting a stunner. Thank Justin, you. I want a screenshot of the tweets when you email Raj Geary tonight a total <laughs> and figure out your percentage. And I just want to see Raj's reaction to that tweet. Just screenshot that, <laughs> put it up on a Justin Larson <laughs> account. That'll be uh, gold. That'll be uh, that'll be worth more than the percentage. <laughs> uh, Antoine Fair, five dollars. Do we know who was furloughed and who was released? I read that not all fired, but some furloughed and would be back. Am I wrong? Uh, with furloughed, yeah. It, I mean, anyone who's basically not who's an employee. Employees were furloughed, so you have people that writers, uh, people that segment producers, uh, people that work behind the scenes. So the furloughs are the not the on-screen wrestling talent. Yeah, all your retired your your retired wrestlers who were working backstage, your Helms, your Finleys. The only one that was working the backstage producer role that was not furloughed and was straight up cut was Kurt Angle. Uh, but your wrestlers that are active now, they're cut. Um, yeah. So if, if if you're an employee, you're 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 furloughed. All right. Next. Ah, yeah. uh, sorry. I'm try- I'm j- here's the reason I'm trying to get the super chats is because I'm just that lets me scroll the damn chat, which I can't do if I'm holding the super chats up. Uh, Joey Dorgen saying Zach Ryder's friends with Cody. I'll go to AEW. There's a lot of speculation on that. Cody even gave the player coach line about Zach. You were just told not to say those things anymore <laughs> by another fan of the show. Hey, as long as as Raj would say, as long as they're paying money to tell each other these things, and Big Daddy Raj oh. gets a cut of it, he's in favor. Argue all you want in the super chats. Ra- Raj is nodding his head right now at home. Ah, <laughs> uh, and uh, oh, Michael Slizars saying, Matt, can you talk while you're down on impact? I don't think you're necessarily down on impact. Yeah, but it's you're out of your mind if you think that's anything remotely close. To TNA, 2008 through 2010, you're nuts. Not even close. Not even close. No offense to anybody there, but there's a lot of people on there that I personally would not pay money to watch. That's yeah. all. That's how I. That's how I judge it. And Antoine Fair, Matt's blueprint was before the album blueprint. Blueprint was 2001. I want to say. I want to say it's right around the same time. But I honestly did come up with it. Some I, I stupidly in an interview once, like on a podcast, not a podcast, like an internet wrestling interview. I once said I got it from Jay Z trying to be cool, but in reality, I got it in a promo when I was in OVW when they kept calling me the next big thing. Um, the, I'm sorry, the next next big thing. Mm. Brock had just gotten called up, and they started using that, and I was like, I ain't the next next big anything. I'm the first walking, talking, breathing, running, jumping, athletic, thinking man's giant the sports ever had. Um, you know, think of Andre, think of Stead, think of Undertaker, think of Kane, think of Big Show, all the newer Giants, and that, and then boom, you have me, uh, Giant 2.0 for this generation, not the big, you know, big uh, FIFA faux farm on flat, slow and dumb. I said that type of pro, uh, type of giant, and then I said, look, if God can make the perfect giant, hell, you're looking at him. Better yet, I'm the blueprint of the perfect giant, and um. From that promo, you know, Cornette's like, that's your name. You've got to go with the blueprint. That's awesome. <clears throat> and was that promo ever aired anywhere? Is that out there? I don't 
has to use on all Valley Wrestling TV. If a fan can out there try to see when it was, it was right around before I wrestled Kane, I could have sworn. Hmm. I could be wrong, though. I could be wrong. Brian Barry, 499. I do specifically remember Jimmy telling me WWE couldn't even copyright that they wanted to because it was an outside entity that helped me with that promo. You know what? I think Kenny Bowen, who was hmm. not a WWE talent at the time, he was a manager there, helped me with that promo backstage. And that's where I think I came up with that name. So because of that, I was able to keep the name, the blueprint. They could not technically copyright that. At nice. least that's what Jimmy told me at the time. So yeah. yeah. Well, hey, we'll see if they filed it for it for Sasha. Uh, Brian Barry, four ninety nine. Can you imagine Ric Flair managing? <laughs> can you imagine Ric Flair managing the revival or Arn an AW or Arn Anderson? Um, I think Arn, with Arn that's Arn or work. Yeah, Rick Rick can't manage anybody. Rick would out 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 shadow or out Rick, uh, whatever. Rick who? Rick Flair. Flair. Yes, and also Arn. Only, my only concern with Arn managing them is is he taller? You can't oh. have your manager be taller than the talent. Looks weird. Yeah, good point. Septim XL saying Raj back swimming in that Scrooge McDuck super <laughs> chat pool. Uh, As you give him two more dollars for it. <laughs> Matt, you going to put your foot down again? Because I want Raj to see that clip of Matt telling people, stop spending your money. I don't want to see any more super chats. Glenn, stop reading the super chats. You guys chats. all could message me. I, ask, I answer almost all of you guys. You know I'm telling the truth. You guys that hit me up on Instagram or Twitter, I answer all your stuff usually. So, you know, if it's directed to me, you guys can just save your, save your loot. Yeah. Hip Hopper, and this is true, $2. Blueprint by Jay-Z yep. came in on September 11th, 2001. Yeah. Every every podcast episode of Super Chats, Raj's Palace gets another addition to it. The governor's driveway gets a little okay. bit longer. Can we get back to SmackDown? we got to finish SmackDown. Please, for the love uh, of God. Yes, everybody, hold your Super Chats. Hold your fire till we get through just SmackDown. Go. You can okay. still go. You don't need it. Dana Brooke versus Naomi. I really thought Naomi was going to win this. Dana Brooke got the win. I'm so happy for her. Uh, yeah. Dana Brooke's going to Money in the Bank. Wow. Wow. I would not have predicted that. Yeah. Um, huge surprise. Yeah. This is good. This is good. Hope she gets her shot. Yeah. yeah she's, been, she's been putting in a lot of work on her own time to get better bell to bell. She has a, I mean, she's got to look, you know, she, when she comes on the entrance and she does that, that oh, gymnastics. She has. She's a legit athlete. She's an Arnold winner. She's a former Olympian athlete and Arnold winner. She's a legit badass athlete. Right. She just needed to put it all together. She just needed to get the bell to bell clicking more, and and, and it shows. And, uh, and I'm a I'm a Naomi fan, but this is awesome. Dana Brooke deserves this. I don't know if she's going to win. I don't know if she's going to grab the briefcase, but just the fact she got over on Naomi, a former champion, and is getting in the match, good for her. You know what I like best about her is that you guys can leave a comment. Test me if you guys think I'm BSing yet. And maybe I'll be wrong, but um, anytime you leave a compliment for her, she will always respond and say thank you. That's what I noticed about her. I like wrestlers that do that. I'm the same way. Um, always, always get back to fans. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, she does. She does a very good job of that. If you read her comment section on Instagram, she really goes up and down and tries to reply to a lot of people usually. I like that. Yeah, she's a natural baby face. And um, I think this also might be a little bit of a, a reward because she had to miss Mania. She was originally supposed to be in that match, right? Uh, there was supposed to be a six-woman match, but she was yeah. quarantined. Yeah. So I'm glad she's getting a moment. Uh, let's talk about Sonya Deville and Mandy Rose. Sonya makes it seem like she wants to apologize to Mandy and then instead like flips the script, turns it on her. 
says she wants to punish her. Uh, Matt, what did you think of this promo from Sonya tonight? I don't know. Still okay. feeling it out. People really seem to love this, and I was kind of surprised. I didn't think it was bad, but I, I don't know. Where did I? I didn't think it was bad either. I just don't know if that was a home run or not, is what I'm saying. I think this whole, I think the promo and then all, and then the shenanigans that followed with Dolph and Otis, I think this, I think this came off better being in an empty arena, not having a crowd. I have a feeling that if if, if a crowd had been there, uh, this could have easily gotten shit on or hijacked or whatever. I feel like this was a very days of our lives soap opera, right? And it and and the quiet of an of an empty arena, basically in a closed set, allowed it to just be played as that. If you, you had, had no choice but to focus on it, yes. yeah, yeah, this I is, think, yeah. So this is why I keep telling the talent, talent, this is your chance to super get over right now, especially yeah. the undercard people, because yeah. now you don't have to worry about fans not cheering loud for you, or if you're a heel, not getting heat. Yeah. Right now is your chance to really get over, because everybody is on equal playing field right now as a wrestler. When you think about it. Nobody can rely on a pop right now, which super over talents get to do. Yeah. And uh, Sonia, I, I mean, I liked that she was pushing the angle of calling uh, Mandy sort of the stereotypical blonde wrestler. looks like she was created <clears throat> in a lab. Um, yes, she's, she's correct. Feeling like she was second best. I liked that she brought up that she was always blurred right. during, Mandy's, during Mandy's entrance. Uh, Sonia would be blurred out. Because of that, because of the soft lens uh, effect they use with her, so I think there's some good stuff yeah. there. Yeah, there is. But here's the problem: she's yeah. the heel. Why do I want to feel sympathy for the heel? Oh, That's okay. what I meant when I said I don't know if this was a home run promo. If the goal was to get, if she's the baby face saying that, yeah, who in America watching that, or sorry, across the world watching that, could not sit there and go, yeah, damn, that is screwed up. What kind of friend would do that? give herself this big golden looking blurry entrance spotlight on the other one and completely diss the other girl that's coming out with her to support her her best friend that's dicky so you know what i mean like that i thought that was almost sympathetic um yeah you know and then what she said about her being a perfect uh, cookie cut out uh vince mcmahon's dream come true in a female wrestler that's spot on that is spot on she's right about that again i agree with her i should not be agreeing with her all the time. You want to disagree with the, the, the villain who in their own world think they're correct and you think they're out of their mind for thinking these things. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, WWE's done this before as well where they have the, the bad guy makes a lot of valid points. All to the, the point time. All the time. Side. Too much. Too much. Yeah, I agree with that. So Ziggler came out, tried to defuse the situation. Um, He's that- a great example of it. Right on cue. His promos are all babyface promos about being held down. He should be the main event. He never gets mm. his chance. He's damn sure correct every time he says it. Well, that's why he made a great baby face in that feud with uh, The Miz. Yes. Um, yes. So, yeah, uh, like Sonya attacked Mandy. Otis attacked uh, Ziggler. Blah, or blah, Ziggler blah. tried to attack blah, 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 him. Blah. Yeah, you know how it goes. Um, blah, blah. Yes. But, by the way, Glenn, I just uh, tagged you on Twitter. Somebody sent me pictures, supposed pictures of the ring. With a crane scaffolding set up See? for the money in the bank on, on the roof at Stanford. So I just sent it to you. Yeah. Like my expectations are so high for that <laughs> now. I'm I'm just afraid we're gonna be disappointed. Um, but hang on. God. Okay, so uh, we have this promo for the Forgotten Sons. They're still pushing that. 
And then the Money in the Bank qualifying match, Cesaro versus Daniel Bryan. Let's talk about the match itself. And then when Matt is back, we will talk about uh, the big the big bomb that dropped in the middle of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt's favorite wrestler made another appearance tonight. And we're going to talk about <laughs> But first, <laughs> uh, Daniel Bryan went over Cesaro in this match. So Daniel Bryan's going to Money in the Bank. I just don't take Cesaro seriously anymore. Not because he's not a great wrestler, but just because I don't think he's ever going to be in a position to get pushed. I, I just don't buy it. Even though Daniel Bryan's very giving. Yeah. Um, still, this was very transparent. Therefore, I didn't emotionally invest in this match. I watched it for the psychology and like from, like from a wrestler's perspective. I wasn't watching it from a fan's perspective. Uh, yeah, I mean... Can't, I can't really argue with that, but this is still, I mean, these two guys, these two guys could not have a bad match if they tried. If they, they, they are just True. so, you know, and so that, it was just fun to see, okay, what are they going to, what spots are they going to come up with? The, the, the monkey flip outside of the ring, you know, outside of the ring. I mean, it was, so that's fun. Cesaro had a cool entrance. They did, they did some, you know, they've been doing more work. Uh, Glenn, I know you noticed that with in the entrances, yeah. they do those, um, those 3D graphics and Cesaro's entrance looked like something out of the matrix, which was, which was pretty cool. And, you know, to see or whatever, but yeah, and then we get the uh, the hacker. Yes, so the hacker uh, gave a warning about seeing the truth and showed a lot of tag teams and a lot of friendships. So uh, Sasha and Bailey showed the Usos, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross, John Morrison and the Miz, the New Day. Said uh, the man says, keep- want- oh, "What's that?" I'm I'm gonna give you the spoiler right now. It's Ron the Truth Killings. <laughs> Is the hacker? It- He's going to turn heel. That's my prediction. Okay. Well, he said, keep your friends close, but the but others closer. Um, so the truth will be revealed. Okay. So I'm thinking this is going to be Sasha Banks and Bailey, and what puts that in motion? Um, Matt, I know you're a huge fan of this hacker gimmick, and just all the possibilities with it. It's our truth. There are no possibilities. It's our truth. Okay. You know what would be cool as a build up for a pay per view and. Like Marvel, why can't it be our truth? Why do you laugh at that? Why can't it be our truth? Is it our truth? Our the the way they play our truth as a character. Okay, is it going to be that it was all a lie? He's been acting dumb for years because he's really computer genius. I was on national television, part of the biggest team in Survivor Series history. Talked just perfectly fine, and six months later, we didn't explain why I have a speech impediment all of a sudden. Okay, that's that's just a microcosm. In real life, in WWE, they do this all the time. Gonna be and like flowers for Algeron, and more importantly, you're missing the main hook here. Vince loves, 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 loves. Circle it, underline it, boldface it. Loves Ron Killings. Loves yes. him. Matt would never be fired. Matt would know, and I've heard many of the same things, but I don't think it's our truth. And actually, if you want to go a little detail tonight, when the hacker picks his hand up and then presses a button, they did not have his hand uh, covered. His hand was exposed. His they hand didn't? was his hand was not a, a was white not guy. A, was not was not black. So it was a white guy's hand? I think it's Mustafa Ali. It's Ali. Ooh. What if it's our truth in like a reverse soul man situation? <laughs> <laughs> sort of like white chicks. It was, it was misunderstood. White we'll just chicks. leave it at that. Yeah. White chicks was hilarious. Yes. Hilarious. Uh, oh, was that Wayne the Wayne Brothers movie? movie? The Wayne's Brothers. Yes. Oh boy. Um so, so Marvel Comics does this a lot where they do these crossover events where it's like, oh, a big secret from everyone's past is going to come out. I think it would be cool if all of these teams break up 
and launch a bunch of one-on-one feuds. They could almost do a pay-per-view around this of just people that were teams being in rivalries. Sure. Something. I don't know. I think if it's just Bailey versus Sasha, like who would surprise you the most? What could the hacker reveal them? Probably New Day would be the most surprising. You're not what do you mean by this? Reveal what? Well, so he's teasing that he's going to reveal about a tag team or multiple yeah, tag I don't know teams. What you mean. He was teasing that the truth will come out. He said, keep your friends close, your enemies closer. The idea that somebody who is friends of the teams really, one of them dislikes the other one. That's what I took from this. And I'm assuming it's Bailey versus Sasha is what he's going to uh, reveal. They don't, they don't need that stuff, though. I know. And Sasha don't need that. I know. I don't, I don't like the whole thing. I think it's stupid. It's it is. stupid. It is. And how stupid you think it is entertains me more than the gimmick. You just <laughs> no. ripping on the gimmick entertains waste me more than the gimmick. of my time that I'm not going to get back. Just like uh, I had to watch it and I couldn't pass forward past it. Albert G. Buck 99, this show is more entertaining than WWE in 2020. The, thank you, Albert. Um, low bar, Albert. Give us that's a true. Yeah, it's <laughs> not, not that high. Give us, uh, a bar, give us a bar we can limbo under. Yes. Uh, okay, so let's get through SmackDown tonight. So Daniel Bryan won that match. Uh, oh, we had Elias was going to sing a song, and Baron Corbin uh, like viciously beat him, and Elias making very uncomfortable noises backstage. He was. I just don't. Uh, this is another one. Please, just this feud needs to just go away. Just go away. I don't care about it. I liked Corbin's trash talk during this. I thought. <laughs> Come Santana, Santana, sing me a song, Santana. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most timely reference he could think of. Right. <laughs> oh yeah, why Santana? Well, I, don't know. I mean, I know Santana's like a renowned guitar player, but he could have said Hendrix. He could Bob have Dylan. said any, Bob Dylan. Right. Bob Dylan, who has his first number one album ever this week. Um, <laughs> oh wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, but Santana, hey, you know, uh, Vince McMahon's a big smooth fan. Probably his ringtone. <laughs> uh, anyhow, so uh, that this feud keeps going and going and going. See, I got that reference, Santana with Rob Thomas. I got that one. Yes. Um, let's talk about this triple threat for the SmackDown Tag Team titles, Big E versus Jey Uso versus The Miz. This is the other half of the teams that we did not see at WrestleMania. Uh, this was kind of a short match. I mean, for a main event, this I think started at 10 minutes to the hour and was done with Biggie winning for the New Day and then clutching the titles and licking them after, as we saw the New Day video celebration from Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods. Uh, what do you think about the title change in the match itself, Matt? Didn't like it. Yes. I did like them uh, referring uh, to, uh, to uh, Morrison as Johnny Drip Drip thought that's uh the worst nickname perhaps that i've ever heard yeah but i just why why would you not keep miz and morrison as your tag champs i don't understand the logic in this at all i don't know i don't know man that makes no sense they were the only for me they're the most exciting part of that tag division at the moment so i do not understand the logic in this yeah, yeah. and yeah and if the original wrestlemania plan was for the New Day to win it, they could have just had 
Kofi win, win it at WrestleMania when they did the, the, the you know, see, I don't, so I don't think that was the plan. I don't think that was the plan. I think they literally just made this change tonight and it was a terrible decision. Yeah. Stupid, stupid. So that was SmackDown tonight. And again, I'm giving it points because I love this money in the bank concept so much. It really shows how a good idea will make you overlook a lot of stuff. So let's, really quick, before we leave, go into what you're looking forward to about that match the most. Like, what is it that's got you so crazy about this? Did you ever see the movie The Raid, Matt? No. Okay, so I talked about it earlier in the show. It's an Indonesian film. came out about 10 years ago. Don't need subtitles because it's all nonstop action. It's a SWAT team goes into a building that a cartel has taken over. Uh, most of the SWAT team gets taken out. And then the guys that are left have to fight their way through the building to the top. And every apartment they go in is like another enemy and another kick-ass fight long takes so we were talking about a couple weeks ago remember we said they should do like hunger games put them on an island to do something more cinematic for money in the bank i have i'm not saying that they watch this podcast but i could see them saying well we can't get an island but we have a corporate headquarters i like that this could be a movie are they setting it up that they've got to go up each floor to get to the yes yes it's the match stars on the ground the match stars on the ground floor and then and then actually the pictures i just sent to glenn and then the idea is that there's a ring on the roof. And I got the, it. I got the, it there. Yeah. So yeah, got you got to get. Yeah. I got oh. it from that. So 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 they thanks Captain Obvious. Um, but 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 the, what, 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 I'm just joking. But what I WCW got railroaded for years for having their. I know it's not the same, but their cage on cage on cage. Yes. Gimmick that they did back in the day. I don't see how this just isn't a much bigger version of that. Well, because you. This Daniel Bryan's shot. chasing a guy. They have a fight in a conference room. Uh, okay. Like they go into Vince's office. They go into like with okay, the memorabilia. Yeah, but they could cool, do like a lot of crazy stuff. I'm just saying this could be an hour long match with all these different pair ups. Like this could be okay. really freaking entertaining. If they, I got to give them credit for being different. Fine. Yes. If they, if they go if, if they go cinematic like they did the Boneyard, this is like wrestling. Yeah. This is like wrestling meets Die Hard. Yes, and, and hip hop are getting two dollars. If you're money in the bank, who are you throwing off the tower? Right. I can absolutely see them throwing someone off the tower. And Matt, you, who, who, you, the next person who keeps giving money to the stupid super chat. <laughs> and, and, and like you know, I keep saying, you know, you, Matt, you've been to Titan Towers as you told the story. Most wrestling fans haven't, or you know, and, and we all know what it looks like. And I, I can remember when they did the Super Bowl commercial at the Titan Towers uh, twenty years ago. There's something intriguing about they could do a spot outside of. Vince's office, whether it's Vince's office really, or whether they just put a, right. uh, okay. know, there's a lot okay. of, there's a lot of things, you know, there's a lot of things that could be done, you know, get into the elevator and then what happens in the elevator and, and what it, Glenn said this earlier, what if somebody wins, what if somebody grabs the briefcase, you think the match is over yeah, and all of a sudden, down. all of a sudden they go to, Vin, yeah. they go to Vince's office and, and now it's like this, this mafia type, uh, Goodfellas kind of scene where Vince is like, you got up here. What goes up must come down. Good luck getting back out the door. And they have to go back down, and you have a whole other roster of people. Fight. I mean, it's it's it, it, they, it, there's no rules. Anything can happen because they have the next month to film it, and, and, and it, it, endless possibilities, endless takes of yeah. film. I'll give them credit for thinking you know, differently and trying something new. So, yeah, okay. Yeah, if this were if this were a perfect world without everything we're dealing with right now and they announced this, I would still say this sounds incredible if they for some reason they couldn't do it you know with a live audience this would and this is them getting to push the envelope and do something uh unique so i don't know i think it could be really good an audience for it that's just really important right now yeah 
Yes. Uh, so to comment on your earlier thing about Sonya, Matt, Antoine Fair, $5, says, don't we say in the movies that the best villains are the ones who think they're right and convince the audience that they have a point? I agree with that with Sonya. Jericho and others think the same way, by the way. Um, I, I just, I like to hate my villains. That's all. I like yeah. to hate them. I don't like to think they're slick. I don't think, I don't like them to think they're the smartest in the room. I don't like them to get the last laugh. Um, I like them building heat. You just want Bret Hart coming out there and talking smack about the American healthcare system and why Canada's superior. No, good Lord, no. I hated Bret as a healer. <laughs> I, actually. Not, I never terrible. bought him as one. No, that um, was awful. No, but, yeah, I don't know. Maybe we'll, I like old school old school heat. Black Bolt, uh, 499, saying, I think Sonya's more talented. I find her more attractive than Mandy Rose. Uh, hope she gets pushed to the moon after this. I think Sonya could come out looking great after this if they really let her uh, show what she can do in the ring. Not to be like the weird guy in the room here, but I'll be here for a minute. Why does her being attracted have anything to do with who you'd root for? I don't know. Justin <laughs> last week dropped the Bailey bomb. I mean, I think that, you know, we're getting loose with it, man. Quarantine life, you know? <laughs> what are you going to do? You're going to date her? No. I don't know. It's their own. I don't get it. But then to be fair, to be fair, when I was a little kid, not a little kid. When I was young, I used to think Trish Stratus was amazing, obviously. Yes. Um, you know, so I get I guess I get that. It was a different time. Uh Tony Stark's 999. Really like the Jeff Hardy chapters as someone who has had depression and recovered from being an alcoholic two years sober. It was see, cool to see his vulnerability <clears throat> as I can relate. Love you guys. Thank you, Tony. Um, yeah, Thank I think you. the Jeff stuff, I mean, it's such a compelling story and it certainly resonates. And I like that they're being real with it and not um not sugarcoating it as part of this angle. I think it's a refreshing dose of reality. Thanks, Tony, and congrats. Yes. Uh, and speaking of which, uh, we got to give our support again to uh, Jackson Callen's fan who tweeted us and announced on this podcast the other night that he's uh, going into a recovery facility to deal with his issues. And uh, he tweeted us about this. This is public. He's been tweeted about it, made it public. And Jackson, if you're watching, just want to congratulate you on taking these steps and going forward on your journey while we're talking on the subject. You should not have a phone if you're in recovery. So when you get but out, don't be watching this podcast. We, you're going to see that. We were still supporting you while you were in there. There you go. Absolutely, sir. Um, and no, very much respect uh, for your openness and candor on this. Uh, Robert Olden, this ties into the outcome of the main event. What if the hacker is teasing a Ms. Ooh. Morrison breakup with a Morrison heel turn? That, there you go. Well, you know, when we were talking about the hacker a minute ago, that. This is one tag team I thought about. If anything, though, I think Morrison would be the babyface because Morrison can wrestle like the babyface. I think it would be, if anything, it would be the mid. We catch video. The setup of it, yes, you're correct. That would be, yes. The setup physically, their styles would be best that way. Yeah. We'd see hacker video of the Miz bragging to somebody that he's, I don't know, he, somehow he's gotten one over on Morrison. And Morrison, that would make sense for Morrison to be <clears> babyface. <throat> but like, as Matt said earlier, they this whole dirt, it works so well. Don't split them up. No it's, need. It's gonna take so much shit talking for shit talking would not be enough. Yeah, because they do it to each other right in front of the face. Yeah, yeah. Like, good point. Good point. Miz was just on Twitter the other day bragging about the mansion he lives in. Good point. Making that video with John. You know what I mean? So I don't good know. Point. We'll yeah, see. German Cinto Gomez uh, saying, "What if his Biggie turning on the new day?" Awesome. You don't want that? <laughs> no. no, I do. I just think it'll happen. Why, no. Justin? Why not? I, I I think Big E deserve. I think Big E could be a singles world title chase, but I think right now it's not that. I don't know. I don't. I just don't feel it right now. Not right now. 
just on Lopez, $5 saying rumors oh. were Vince always wanted New Day to break the record for the most reigns. Cole played it up that they're only two reigns away from the record. So, yeah, I, I think there's still a lot of life left in these guys as uh, a team. And even if they're singles acts, I see them supporting one another still. How many times have they won the tag titles? <sighs> Feels I, like don't know, I don't know the number, but think about this. Away. I don't know the number, but they have been together. More than 3D? I don't know if they won more WWE titles than Team 3D did. Or they've, they've been together since the f- fall of 2013 or 20. I think it's 2014. That is an eternity in this day and age of... I don't, know. I, I don't know. I don't care, though. Go ahead. <laughs> Matt's indifference uh, is consistent. Uh, Johnny Beswick, 499. Matt needs to enter this Money in the Bank match so that we can finally see him carbon footprint someone off of the Titan Towers. Hashtag, that's good shit. Um, <laughs> that's good shit. Thank you, yes. Johnny. Uh, Fall of 2014. What's that? Uh, I'm looking at New Day. I'm trying to find the, our answer our thing real quick here. Our question. Keep going. Okay. Uh, but, oh, uh, Clay Ford uh, in the chat saying, watch the hacker be Gronk. He's just an idiot. Savant It's really good at computers. I <laughs> doubt that I will not. happen. I hope not. Zachary Showalter, New Day is the Charlotte Flair of the tag division. Um, uh, yeah, it just something seems weirdly inevitable about Except, New Day just having these titles so much. It, uh, is that what you meant? Because I was going to say Charlotte's awesome. Love yeah, it's not Charlotte. that they're bad. It's. I think it's just a certain. I don't, point I don't love watching New Day anymore. No offense to them. Really, all really good. I just want to see them break up. They're all three singles stars, in my opinion. I really believe that. Especially Woods, and, and, and no offense to Kofi, he's had his runs as, as singles. I want to see Biggie get a championship run. He is a main event world champion material wrestler. I'm sick of him being in the tag. I am. Yeah, Tammy says New Day makes Vince too much money to split right now. I like that they're not doing the pancake stuff. I like that it's uh, at least them being Tammy little. apparently does. <laughs> uh, I just, I don't know. I mean, but for them, Matt, it's got to be. Mean, you mean you're not a, you're, Matt, you're not a fan of Budios? You are such a mark. Oh, my God. I'm getting on this podcast right now simply because you have that. <laughs> I am so humiliated for you right now. I didn't buy on that or sent to me, all right? It's a good, it's a good prop. Speaking good, of which. And good cereal. Did they... Where would it be in your office where we can see it? Show me where it's displayed. I have an entire. Yeah, it's a prop. I have an Let's entire. Can I see I have, it? An, I have an entire room. They're, they're all here. I have. I, I, have, I have an entire room of them. I, I have them all usually set up back here, but I can only. The screen is so thin, you don't see everything. Can you move it around the other side of you or no? Or is it messy? On the other side, that's just a that's a blank wall. But this is this is the wrestling room. I have, I have, the raw twenty five from Manhattan Center chair. You know, it's a oh, I, remember, I remember when I remember when you went there. Actually, Rod was really excited that you were there in person to give us a report once. It's just that's all it is. But I have. Yeah, I swear to God. No, I remember. You know, we, we it's just all props that have been sent over the years. It's, that's all it is. You, what do you do with that? I, right now, I'm holding the computer up. See the computer sitting on it. <laughs> it's props. It's background. When you got it, did you like walk around like, yes, I won? No, when I got it, and we were still in the TV studio for Chair Shot Reality, we used to hang it from the scaffolding, and we had it hanging over the desk whenever it was time to make our purchase. Okay, that's that, that's acceptable usage. Exactly. Continue. A couple Continue. years ago, I had a Money in the Bank lunchbox, <laughs> and the office and studio that I worked at before I left to start my own agency, I would bring that in every day, and the security guard would say, are you cashing in today? I was like, I'm feeling it. Today might be the day. And then yeah. we would talk about wrestling. It's all problems. I'm just gonna let 
I wish you didn't say anything, Justin. I want to let one just to air out for like 30 seconds of silence. Sorry. <laughs> Glenn, what? You know, what kind of mark has stupid wrestling merchandise that they just keep around their office? Now, that doesn't count because you got that sent from the people who used to send us those wrestling boxes. And seriously, these freaking marks with their wrestling merch. I mean, this it's doesn't uh, count. just absurd. You didn't spend money point. on us. You Actually, did not spend money I didn't on spend, us. The only thing I spent money on was uh, was the uh, – I had to spend money to get that to get the front row seat for Raw. Everything else has been given. Seats are, seats are cool. Yeah. Are they? I collect action figures for crying out loud. Yeah, like, but, but chairs. Like, well, but this think is, about all the cool things. Well, yeah, plus, this, this is Raw for the Manhattan Center. As a kid, I never thought I'd get to go to Raw in the Manhattan Center. So the biggest pain in the ass was getting out of the Manhattan Center, and then at 1 in the morning, I had to find a FedEx and get it to FedEx oh, yeah. back no, to Pittsburgh. So I couldn't take it on my flight. That I was the biggest that after pain evolution. The I did that after Evolution. That really sucked. And then TSA like cut open the plastic wrap and damaged one of my yeah. chairs. I had to find a 24-hour FedEx in Manhattan to mail it. That sucker cost almost half the ticket cost. Uh, Justin Lopez pointing out Dudley's have nine WWE reigns. New Day has eight. So there you go. Wow. Um, who else we got? Tag teams. We're Edge and Christian. <laughs> Somebody seven. in the chat room, figure it out. Chat uh, room. Edge and Christian, I think, have seven. I don't know. Who cares? I really He's Smitty, three thousand two dollars. Can we hire Bianca to straighten out the New Day? I would love it if Bianca's gimmick is she just goes to all the teams and is like, "Why are you doing this bullshit? Like you're here to wrestle." <laughs> Yeah, and cut promos on everybody backstage. Absolutely. That would be fantastic. She would be cool. a great life coach. I would listen to anything Bianca Belair told me. Yeah. Yes. Pretty much. She, yeah. She is something about her. I just feel like I better listen or I'm not going to like what happens if I don't. Uh, Jackson Callens, you are a sweet man. 499 Super Chat uh, confirming that, yes, in the next week he's going to do a 5 to 10 day facility to detox. Thank you, boys, for your support. And shout out Glenn Stoked. Jackson, dude, we've had so many good conversations on Twitter and over DMs. You're such a great fan of this podcast. We are all rooting for you, praying for you, thinking about you in uh, your struggle and recovery here, and just so much respect yeah. and admiration for taking this step. Seriously, it's the hardest thing on the planet to do. Um, like I said, the real world is going to be in when you get out, though. So keep that in mind, and there's no reason you can't do it, though. You just got to it's all in your head as crazy as that sounds it really is absolutely um let's see we've so we've got some news stories uh to get to oh uh along uh, what we're talking about though uh chat room carrying cross saying maybe bianca belair should tell me about the proper way to use a thermometer so there you go she could just uh dole out some life lessons um and elizabeth can Fox, we make fun of the fan can we make fun of the fans for picking wrestlers names to use as their profile names please <laughs> I've, I've never understood on Twitter why somebody's profile picture is a, is a wrestler. Oh, Jesus. We're going to delve into I, I, I this because this is a much bigger If your profile picture is not actually you, your comment's disqualified no matter what you have to say. I, second, I will second that, actually. Wow. Okay. I agree. You have it. Yeah. I think it comes – remember, like, with AOL screen names, people would choose, like, <laughs> if, the dumbest if you're, if you're a little kid, I think that's the difference, though. Yeah, if, if you're a little kid, that's if, cool. if, if you're age 14 or under, I'll let it pass. Yes. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, I'll go up to 18. 18. No, if you're uh, driving. Okay, my, 
If you're driving, well, if you're if you're driving, old enough, yeah, mature enough on. not to be picking. You're not. You don't need to be troll. You don't need to be trolling behind a picture of of John Cena. But, I don't. You know. But then let me ask you this: What about people that use team sports uh, emblems, the sport, uh, the team logo no. as their no. profile? You don't think uh, the same thing. Uh, I don't know. No. Yeah. Um, what am I doing? Why am I defending this? Because I don't like it either. So and. I'm going to put this before just laying out rules. If you're over the age of 21, you are not allowed to have the number 69, 420, or 666 in your screen <laughs> name. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't get a lot of that. I, don't, I, don't that. I still see in people's email addresses. I still see like email addresses like something, oh, something 420 yeah, yes. at yahoo.com. Or, you know? or, 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 or man stud 69 yeah, the, to, <laughs> to, to, to tout your sexual explorations. Like, get over yourself. Uh, uh, it, the chat, you guys are great. Uh, people thanking us for doing this podcast. That damn good saying thank you for doing this. The live chat room gives me escape to all the madness. I look forward to this three days a week. And he's got shoes for his. That's oh, well, look pretty good looking shoes, though. If I own shoes that look that good, yeah. I, I would have to. I own like a pair of like, but why do I need shoes anymore? I have my beat up pair of vans. That's all I all I really need at this point, you know. I got some Nikes somewhere. Um, Elizabeth Fox, 499. Thank you for the entertainment this week. My community just lost an elementary school gym teacher, and it was the first COVID death in this county. Elizabeth. Uh, You're first in the whole county, Elizabeth? Wow. Count, wow. You know, one death is too many, obviously, but count your blessings while you yeah. can right now. That's pretty darn good overall. So look at, if, you, if you're really looking for that light, look, look at it that way, at least. We have yeah. three deaths in our county. And right next to us in Orange County, they got many, 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 many more. Yeah. Um, so you know what I mean. So look, try to you gotta try to look for the good stuff in this. That's what I'm constantly trying to do here in our city because there's a cool stories that are happening. I'm sure in your city it's probably similar. I'm guessing Elizabeth, we see a lot of people trying to do some different things they normally wouldn't do, and again, getting their shirts off their back for others in need. Um, hopefully, you're seeing that in your city, and hopefully, you're partaking in that as well in your city. And that's how you get through these because how the hell otherwise you get over death. There's no way it's, yeah. it sucks. And just, uh, I mean, you have to think without these extreme measures we're taking, how much worse it would be. I think, you know, so why we only keep doing our part and not lose sight yeah. of uh, the goal to, to flatten that curve. Um, mm -hmm. Some people are saying in the chat, like edge is like a 12 time tag champ. That can't be right. Is it really up to 12? That seems. Uh, yeah. Weird. Oh, Yes, he is because RKO. Yes, they're correct. He, oh, he, had yeah. he had different partners, yeah. Yeah, and that would Kofi ten times uh, count his different runs. Um, mm -hmm. Bob the Builder, two dollars. You guys gonna watch the Last Dance documentary? What's this? Oh my God, are you kidding me? Did you say what's this, Glenn? What's the it's documentary the about Chicago Bulls? Michael Jordan's last run, last oh, year. Yeah, we... World champions. It's. It was so important and such mainstream headline news, might I add, that they moved the date of it up because of everybody being at yep. their state home right now yep. across the country. Yep. So ESPN did a cool thing and moved it up. And it's going to be this weekend tomorrow, I believe. And some, is it two days? It's, 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 uh, it's, ten, it's ten parts. Wow. Which is so cool. It's yeah. all the behind-the-scenes stuff yeah. that you'd be begging to see, but you'd never be able to see before. Jordan, Pippen, all of them, Phil Jackson beef between Jerry Reinsdorf and Jordan and Jackson and sorry, Jerry Krause rather. Um, <laughs> and, and, and Rodman, White, Rodman being that crazy. Idiot, and Rodman being crazy, that would be entertaining for just that alone. But really because 
a big part I want to see is what the hell happened. That was my favorite team. Jordan was my idol. What the hell did Jerry Cross do to screw that team up enough to where he once said, you guys can go 82, but I'm telling you, 82 and 0, perfect season. I'm still, Phil Jackson is still not coming back as coach. Jordan said, if that happens, I'm not coming back either. Jordan stuck to his word. Cross stuck to his word. Jackson never came back. And the dynasty was broken up for no reason. That doesn't happen. When dynasties break up like that, it's because yeah. somebody has dismantled them and taken them off that that throne. Somebody upsets them and beats them eventually. It doesn't happen like that. Idiot. He's an idiot. Jerry Cross is an idiot. Not that Matt has strong opinions about this or anything. Um, <laughs> he took my idol away. Not to be critical. Brian Barry 499 says, watch Jim Cornette's review of the Fiend versus Cena match, saying if wrestling company did. did this 10 years ago, they would have been out of business. Uh, I don't... I politely... Jim yeah, Cornette's I like disagree. To me, but I politely disagree with him on this. Uh, Matt Velasquez is saying, we need some hype for Monday show. Raj back versus the Blue Rube. Okay, that's... Matt, if you're uncomfortable with Jew no. print... Like we're we, still really struggling. We're struggling on it. We gotta think of something. You guys are way more creative than this. Come on. Well, I'm better than the butt print after the other night's thermometer story. Yeah, <laughs> or brown print I saw on Twitter as well. That's just crap. You guys are way more creative than this. Come on. Um, let's hit some news stories, Justin Labar, before we wrap this up. Well, I want to do news real quick because I want to give a chance real quick for Matt to give any Howard Finkel. Oh, stories. yes, please, please, please. Oh, so, I don't want let's not let's not. So here we let's, go. Let's talk about Howard first. Do you want to talk about Howard first? I like that. Let's, let's end on Howard. Okay, let's end on Howard. All right, so real quick here. Uh, for a second week in a row, NXT beat AEW in viewership. Uh, NXT got uh, drew 692,000 wow. viewers, uh, wow. better than AEW's 683,000. So uh, two weeks in a row, NXT <clears throat> uh, wins the I battle. Yeah, wins the battle there. Um, I didn't know they beat him last week too, Justin. By like a thousand viewers. Yeah, it was a super close margin. But this one was a little bit wider, uh, not too much, but uh, um. So you know, tonight's SmackDown was truly live. Uh, pro Wrestling Cheat Ryan Satin of Pro Wrestling Cheat has uh, reported that there is actually going to be WWE is basically altering their filming. WWE is basically accepted with the furloughs and the time period and the furloughs. They basically accepted that until July one, things are going to be different. That's the time window they're working on. So starting in a week or so, uh, WWE is going to start doubling up, kind of doing a little bit of a, of a kind of what TNA used to do, and they're going to start airing things or they start filming things. Excuse me, twice uh, a night. So like for example, Monday, April twenty seventh, um, there will be April twenty seventh. Raw will be live, but then they're also going to film the Raw that'll air the next week on May fourth. So they're kind of doing two on for each. So Wednesday, April 29th, they're going to do two episodes of NXT, the one that airs that night live, the following week taped. They're going to kind of follow this all the way through the uh, all the way up to the start of July. So WWE is at least uh, trying to limit and pull back a little bit uh, uh, talents having to travel every single week. So that's worth noting. Uh, we've already basically talked about they've already filmed some content for Money in the Bank. We don't know how much, but they've already been filming some content uh, at uh, Titan Towers. Uh, they... They don't make it public like they do for the Raw and SmackDown talents, but there have been some NXT talents. But like we said earlier, it's it's primarily guys that are more guys and girls that are more on the lower developmental level. Um, the most notable, the, the whole list is on Wrestling Inc. I'm not going to go through them because majority of them have never had TV time. The most notable, I would say, Tino Sabatelli. He's been with them uh, wow. since oh since 2014 oh. or 2015. Tino was Is a 
his brother is a cop in my town, actually. Um, he's a stud athlete. Well, and Tino played NFL football. Tino played six yes, years of did. NFL football. Uh, Tino might be known to people because WWE used to have a show on oh, the yes. network Breaking Ground where they kind of featured Tino as a guy yes. who was trying to cross over. He's been riddled with injuries. Um, that's really kept him on the sideline. I, I, and I think he's also unrelated to this. I think he's actually dating Mandy Rose. So, fun fact huh. there. But he's been cut. So How do you feel cut. about that, Glenn? Okay, so with Tino, I was at WrestleMania Access in 2016, yeah. and I didn't go to Hall of Fame. I went to Access that night, and Tino was signing. Yeah. I wasn't impressed as a fan. He seemed like he didn't want to be there. Everyone else was so nice, and he just, just seemed kind of bored. So I've never been a fan of the guy for that reason. I won. That's a good reason. I wanted to just – we have bad days, remember? Mm -hmm. I know. You know? I know. I'm sure there's somebody giving an airport story of Frankie Matt Morgan. I sign everything though, but I might say something smart ass to him or something like that. Well, I even I said, know. I was like, I, you know, I, I really enjoyed you on breaking ground. I mean, I like, I was trying to make some conversation. Everyone was so nice that night because if you've ever gone to access against hall of fame, it is a ghost town most of the time. Okay. And uh, yeah, that's my opinion of Tino, but I, I wish him the best in uh, whatever he does from here. I think he's talented, but yeah, just something about that. I think if you can't form a connection one-to-one, -one, that's, that's Tino had Tino had a look. He had a hell of a look to him, and, he, and he's athletic. He looked like a million bucks. He yeah, like you an figure. Yeah, he he looks like an action figure. You don't play six years in the NFL and not be athletic. So I, I don't know. I don't know if it was just riddled with too many injuries. I don't know if he maybe just never connected the dots of what the craft is of pro wrestling. I'm not I don't sure. know why he wasn't a regular on NXT TV. I know they're loaded, mm. but he was just starting to start off with them, and then nothing. Him yeah, and that guy that's on WWE roster right now who won the twenty four seven title. Oh, uh, nice call up. Shia LaBeouf, dude. Uh, yeah. Riddick Moss. They, they were a tag team for a minute there, and they looked. They both looked so impressive. Yeah. Yes. Uh, that's that's the news. So let's let's end on Howard. Well, hold on. I just want to get these super oh, chats more? first. Oh. Uh, Trojan Magnum PI oh, two dollars. Has anyone said chew print? I mean, that's a. I give that like a six. Okay. Six yeah, I mean. That's that's, better, that's the best of what we've heard. That is the best of what we've heard. It doesn't make that. Matt uncomfortable uh, with something that he thinks is anti-Semitic, but is really just what we call ourselves. But that's fun. Um, Mike McFly, nine ninety nine. Big thank you for keeping us entertained throughout this lockdown. Long time week listeners. My first super chat. Face palm. LOL. Keep the shows coming. Go Yanks, Matt. Yes, go Yanks is right. Yes, uh, we thank you uh, for participating. Thank and you very much. So let's talk about uh, the passing of Howard Finkel. Speaking of which, Howard Finkel was at Access that same night. Sweetest man, stayed, talked to everyone. Like you yeah. can just tell this is a guy who's still so passionate about the business and his yeah. connection to WWE he and was. the fans. He was. I mean, the guy, I mean, the, guy the guy's the first employee, 70, 1975, Vince Sr. hires him. That's crazy. Question, yeah. do we know what he, how he passed? Uh, I, I don't know if a cause has been revealed. It wasn't coronavirus, I'm asking. No, it, it, and Dream, Tommy Dreamer's been uh, tweeting a lot. I guess Dreamer really stayed in contact and, had, and it's been releasing some pictures. You can tell Howard's been dealing with something, not coronavirus. He's been I, His health's been in decline for a while, it seems. Yeah, he had a stroke in 2019. So, real quick, because we'll be here all friggin' night. It's 12.03. Good Lord. Um, real quick, I... um. 
it's, it's Kevin Fertig. You guys know Kevin Thorne, seven. Mm-hmm. He posted on Facebook, I think, before anybody else. And it's the same comment that every single one of us, rabid wrestling fans as little boys, little girls, probably say when it comes to Howard. And that is, Howard can, would, do your, uh, would do your travel pack for you, meaning he would call you on the phone when you made it for your first time on the road to get booked on house shows, which is a huge deal at the time. And I remember he called and he would, he left a voice message. So I called back, but first I replayed that like 50 times for my wife to hear. Um, Cause his voice, he's a golden voice. And when we, I was a little boy, that was a little voice that used to come on USA All Pro Wrestling uh-huh. on USA Network on Sundays and say, coming to the Nassau Coliseum. And the big plane would slowly come across the screen, if you guys remember. And Howard's voice would be in the background naming all the dates. And uh, that's his voice 24 hours a day. And so to have him call me while still in OBW about to get called up was just, wow, what an honor. And then when I saw how it works is once you're on the road, it's Howard Finkel that would call you and wow. tell you all your all your bookings, who you're working against, the dates, what cities you're in. Um, at the time, I was still getting rental part of my contract, thank God, because it was too stupid at the time to go get my own rental. Um, little things like that, but he'd be the one that would be talking to you the whole time. So the whole time, you're freaking out in your head, going, holy shit, Howard Finkel. You know what I mean? Like, while he's on the phone with you. And once you're in that stage, you're not supposed to be marking out anymore, obviously, you know? <laughs> so um, for so many of us, uh, Kevin Thorne, for example, put it out there. I'm like, every single one of us, I think, have that same exact story of growing up as a little boy, hearing that voice on TV. Um, then, obviously, his in-ring announcing as well. Um, just having him be on your voicemail and leaving these messages for travel. and He's just the sweetest guy on the planet. I also met him when I was looking for Vince McMahon, when I basically stalked Vince McMahon for six straight months, every Friday night, hoping to bump into him at Titan Towers uh, headquarters gym they had there. And with my friend who used to write the Raw magazine, as I used to get in. And a few times I would see different people there. I, I've met actually Stephanie McMahon before I met Vince. I met Jim Ross's wife before uh, I met Vince McMahon. I met Tom Pritchard before I met Vince McMahon, Kevin Kelly before Vince McMahon within a six-month span of people just randomly showing up in the gym there. And also Howard Finkel, Finkel multiple times, though. Um, I actually shared a steam room with Howard Finkel. How was and that? I remember just, I just remember just shooting so many wrestling questions at him, <laughs> like a complete mark. And I always hoped he forgot about that when he did, when once I did make it to WWE, because I just fanboyed out and just asked like a zillion and nine questions to this guy about, um, Every like Hulk Hogan like angle because I was a huge Hulk Hulkamaniac, you know. So I was just asking like, what was it like to be there when Hulk, you know, beat Nikolai Volkov? That was a big match for me for some reason. Nikolai mm-hmm. Volkov versus Hogan, um, and so on. So just again, just little boy childhood memories is uh, for every one of us wrestlers that ended up being fortunate enough to also be able to work with him. Yeah. Is really it. Yeah. yeah, if you grew up a fan in the '80s and '90s, I mean his his voice it was so distinct. It was it's it's a soundtrack of your childhood. So it's yeah, and, and you never hear a bad words spoken about him. Which in the wrestling business, to have no bad words spoken about you, that's that's pretty rare. And uh, you know, I, I I've over the over the last decade, I've gotten to you know meet people or friends or whatever that have worked for WWE as employees, and they talk about 
Howard, there's a softball league, a company softball league, and Howard is always big as being a part of the softball league and is kind of a coach. And you just hear so many things about how much he just lo- he like he down he loved his job. He loved his job getting to work for WWE. And the, the last the last real big memory I have, I got to experience him in the '90s as a fan. I never got to work with him or meet him, unfortunately. Um, you know, experience him in the '90s at live events. The last big one I can remember was I was at MSG in 2011. For Survivor Series, I've seen this clip circulating around. Alberto Del Rio has his personal ring announcer, and Ricardo Rodriguez. Del Rio's fighting CM Punk, and Punk brings out Howard Finkel as his personal ring announcer, yeah. and the garden yeah. exploded, myself included. It was just so cool. Weren't you like a grown ass man at this time? Yes, but I was. It was ten years. Well, yeah, but I'm still exploded to see Howard Finkel. I was excited. Gotcha. Matt, you just go to wrestling shows and just sit there stone faced, be like, I don't pop for this. Freaking marks. I don't go to wrestling shows. Glenn, do you go to like other people's podcasts? I uh, no, God, that like, would be terrible. Watch them. I know. You just watch know. them as they film it. I, I have been in the presence of other podcasts before, but yeah, actually, it's that's tough because I, I like have to shut up, and as you can imagine, that's the hardest thing for me to do is keep my freaking mouth shut and not just chime in with uh, something. But anyhow, let's not uh, uh, divert this away from talking about uh, Howard Finkel. I think, you know, look, if, if the measure of a lifetime are the memories that you leave behind, he has certainly left more of an uh, impact and imprint than most. Yeah. Uh, no one has a bad thing to say about him. Came up with the name WrestleMania. First WWF employee hired by Vince Sr. in the mid-70s. Uh, the voice of a generation and then some of wrestling fans. Uh, his, his presence will be missed and beloved by this industry. So uh, uh, it's, it's a very tragic passing. More, I, I will argue more mem- more remembered than most wrestlers even that have passed. I yeah. mean that too. Yeah. I don't. I think uh, he's up there with Mean Gene, as you know, probably people's. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah, I absolutely agree with that. Yes, Mean Gene was another one though. Very similar. Their voices, though, those were those my childhood narrator. I feel. Yeah, man. This thing about sucks about getting older. All these people uh, that you grew up yes. with. Uh, last, uh, super chat, James Young, just to give $5 to say, I used to wait outside OVW Davis arena for hours to grab a signature from Matt greatest of all time from Louisville with love. So, uh, thank you, James. Very, very much. I really do appreciate that. That's very cool. You brother. Thank you. Oh, so on uh Monday night, me, Matt Morgan, Raj Geary and Ryback all on the same podcast. This is going to be one for the books, folks. Raj is going to be permanently red-faced, is my prediction. I'm going to go right back before the show to set up some big-time angles. <laughs> big time. We're gonna box. We're gonna box Raj. We're gonna box Raj in the entire episode. Hey, when you okay. when you when you do that with Ryback, can you work in the super chat negotiation for me? Can you convince them to have oh, Raj? <laughs> oh, I, I won't let it go now that I know about it. Yes, and also every time like. Maybe we could do this. We're like, I get right, right back before, and I call him or text him and say, "Hey, whatever Raj says, we we gotta go off the wall with completely disagreeing with it." Then he doesn't know anything. <laughs> Raj would explode. He or maybe implode for that matter. <laughs> okay, so Monday we have two night. ways. Yeah. Two ways to make Raj red face. Talk about lots of sexual innuendos and things of that nature. He hates that. He hates when we <laughs> right. Or whenever we start talking about things that have nothing to do with the show. Yeah, I'll just right? segue everything either to Blue Chew or an 80s movie, is, and we'll be we'll be good. It's going to be the longest podcast it. ever. 
It will, but he's done a good job of playing the part now where he acts like it doesn't bother him. He's getting better at that. I've got to expose him again for who he really is. Well, I'm exposing you, Raj. He knows that's why people tune like in. It. That's he why does not you think he would you think he would appreciate that and appreciate the viewership because of our antics and shenanigans on here. But uh no, when he's on that show, think about it. How many times does he text you? All right, Glenn, keep going. Our our numbers have doubled uh well, since he has the been, right thing to do. Yeah, because yeah, he can't rein oh, us no, in. No, I meant I meant I mean I was talking about stuff besides the show, is what I mean. I know, I know. So uh that ESPN documentary, The Last Dance, premieres this weekend. Yes. Yes, this I thought I thought this Saturday. Yeah, cool. Yeah. No, hey, good to have more stuff to watch. Well, look, I hope everyone has a great weekend. Stay safe, stay healthy, stay sane, uh, especially in these crazy times. But hey, Monday night, we got something to look forward to here. Ryback joins the Wrestling Inc. podcast. So we will get you back here next time. Uh until then, folks, take it easy. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.